I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared, something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz and Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello. Yo, dog, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi. Hey, uh, we want to talk to you about the uh, accidental text that you sent to us. We're yeah. not going to use names. We're not going to use names. But this sounds <laughs> like a juicy story. We need you to spill the tea, homie. <laughs> okay, listen. I'm going to read the text. This is what we got. And I know you sent it to us accidentally, okay? <laughs> and I'm going to bleep everything. because We needs get a lot of accidental texts, by the way. Correct. <laughs> so all this text from you reads, She's a <laughs> She likes him still. Tell your yeah. brother. Tell your brother to be careful of that Oh, yes. God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dog, so what happened? Yo, so this one friend of mine, Dean, it's not even really my friend, but she she has this ex-boyfriend, and we went to a party, and the ex-boyfriend was not talking to um, one of my next boys, right? And she's hooking up with the boy now. They're married now, and she's still, her ex-boyfriend is there, and she's still telling one of our next girlfriend that, yo, she's, She's not supposed to talk to him. And then months after, she hasn't talked to that girl since August. So now they're messaging and back and forth, back and forth, talking to me about it. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. What's happening? And then they're telling me the story. And I'm like, yo, what? So I, I was messaging my, my boy to tell his, um, his friend, yo, stay away. Tell, your, tell her to stay away because she still likes that guy. So tell your brother to be careful because she's not letting him go because she hates this girl right now. Because she's the girl is talking to that guy, which is her ex-man. But do you think that she's <laughs> hooking up with him? I think they are. Mm. Why she, she's married? Why she's so controlling, still trying to? You know, she hates the girl right now. Said the girl is um all self-centered and she lives in her own head and stuff like that. You know, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so you're just trying, you're just trying to be a good friend. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yo, be careful of her because I don't know what's happening. Like, why is what's happening? Why is she so upset? That you're you're talking to him, right? <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, do you think do you think that do you think your friend's gonna listen though? Yeah, I I hope so because I'm telling you this. I don't know. This is getting out of proportion. Like August gone long time, and now they're talking about it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so she to, and they talk daily. They used to talk every day, go to the mall and all of that. But yeah. no, they're not talking. She 
avoiding her because she's talking to that guy. Yeah, <laughs> she's trying to keep her secrets. That's why. Right? Man, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I think that this would be a fantastic new thing that we do on the show, which is no questions asked. And uh, we're not going to even, we, uh, we, I don't even know your name, don't even know where you're from, what part of the country, nothing like that, okay? Yeah. No, no information. But I think that this show would be a great place for people to be able to just anonymously vent. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Speak freely. So, yeah. Yes. But to a great number of people, like if you have something that is truly driving you crazy and maybe everybody else in your life doesn't see it that way, but you know, yeah. they're wrong and you're right. And if you want to yeah. just, we will literally, we will say hello to you and we'll give you a couple of minutes on the show and you can you just, just go off. <laughs> yes. You know what? You got to get lots of calls, especially from people at work. And we will ask no context. How how long you know this person? How what nothing, no context. If yeah. you if you want to just go off, feel, just, you guys should call it vented moment. Feel free. We're not gonna call it that because that's a dumb name. We'll come up with the name. Um, nah, listen, bro. Okay, we'll take care of all that. Okay, we'll take care of that. We'll take care of that kind of stuff. Okay? Yeah, okay. But I'm telling you right now, I think that people could benefit from this. I think that people could benefit from yeah, yeah. just a couple of minutes of uninterrupted vetting to a very very large audience to maybe get the validation that they feel that they need. I think that this is something we can do. And I think it's something yeah, we should do. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Good yeah. idea. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys. All right. All right. Thank you. So just so you know, uh, the person that you meant to text that to didn't actually get your message. All right. It I'm came go to back us. And send it <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. There you go. All right. Take care, brother. All right. The Roz and Mocha show podcast. podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey, it's Antonio. Who? Antonio. I'm calling for the vented moment. You're not supposed to give your name, Antonio. Oh. Anyway. Okay, go, morning. Go ahead. What do you want to say? No, I wanted to vent about the fact when you buy cereal, it's not full up to the top of the box. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay. So we are getting another call. We'll let you go. Thanks. Call display shows, uh, it says, uh, Maury Sherman, we could see you on the phone in the other room also, if that's you, surrounded if, by glass. If you talk loud, there's actually an echo. That's how close you are to us. Okay, but do you want to actually talk about cereal? No, I don't no! at all. <laughs> See so <you're> the echo? <laughs> Bye, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> Vent oh. away. Um. Yeah, if you have anything you want to say, no, like we, no, again, no questions asked. No, no, like we won't even. We don't even need to know your name. What the purpose of this, as we discovered, is that this is will will provide you with an incredible platform. Like if you have something that is just driving you crazy, whether it's a friend, a coworker, a boss, or whatever, you don't have to give any names. There doesn't even Family need to member. be context. You don't have to give your relation to this person, but if you just need a lot of people to hear the thing that's driving you nuts and you just need to vent, just do it here, man. We are getting a lot of reaction from people who say that they want to be a part of this and they would love to hear this. Hello, it's Ron Zamoka. Can you hear us? Hello. Hey. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Okay. Um, vent away. We're not going to say anything. We're not going to ask you any questions. Just don't swear, okay? Oh, yeah. Okay, no okay. problem. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I work in a school in a small town, and um, right now we're in an outbreak with COVID, and yet public health isn't shutting our school down. So it's super frustrating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you really want to say yeah. to them? What do you really no, want to no, say to them? No, no. She can't really say what she really wants to say. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't swear. 
Just don't swear, but yeah, what, do you, what I, do you really want to say to them? Well, I think it's I think it's ridiculous. I think this is the problem that we're having. I think we have five classrooms closed in our building, and our building only houses maybe 350 students. See, it's not cool. And it's, it's not cool. What no. And mask exemptions, ridiculous. <laughs> and the principal, horrible. Oh, there we go. Now we're talking. See? Now we're talking. The principal, horrible. Uh, I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Good day. Bye, love. All right. Bye. Uh, it's Ronza Mocha's Vented Moments. Please it's not, do not. We're not calling it that. That's a stupid <laughs> name, man. I actually like no. mo- I know we're clowning on it. No, it's but a the more, stupid name. The more I say it, <laughs> I actually like it. Uh, Vented I, I, Moments. I can't have one more thing about this show that I hate. <laughs> Come on. What? <laughs> Let's go down the list. Lots. We'll go down the list. Do you want to call? When I get call? my vented moment, okay? Then we'll figure then we'll, yeah. We yeah, yeah exactly. No questions. No. So anyway, if you have anything that's driving you nuts and you just want to vent, right? Uh-huh. What is what is that thing? Um, uh, go ahead on the phone. Yeah, line three, please do not swear, but go ahead. Turn your radio down, sir. Yo, turn your radio down, man. Yo. Oh, yo, 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 you got me? Oh yeah. my god. Can you can you hear us? Hold on. Hello. Oh, where'd they go? Maury. Yeah, oh, gone. Exactly. Can I go to line one? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Do you know what? I'm, I'm line about one. To go off soon, man. Line one, go hey. ahead. Hi. Can welcome you guys to, hear me? Uh, yes. Yeah. Can you hear us? Yeah. Okay. Go welcome ahead. to Rosamoka's Vented um, Moments. Vented Moments is awesome. I just wanted to vent about drivers because every time I drive to work, there's always people who cannot drive, and I'm like, just furious of how they got their license and why they're on the road, especially when there's like an accident on the other side of the road and people are slowing down to look. It's like, it's called rubbernecking. Like, why do you have to look at the accident? Is, Just drive. Is this what happened, to- <laughs> what's happening to you right now while you're on the road or is something else no, it's doing something so else many to other you times. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's happened so many other times. But now that it snows, um, people don't clear off their cars properly. Mm. So you're literally driving behind them and snow is like, Flying onto your car, like oh, someone's gonna get into an accident. I it's so hate annoying. That. Yes, it's I agree. So annoying. Oh, well, thank you very much for your vented moment. Oh, stop it. Okay, no problem. Okay, thank you for listening. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Uh, wait, before we let you go, between Ross and Mocha, who's your favorite? Too much information. Oh, it's Ross. Uh, <laughs> 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 yes, he's, so, he's so sarcastic, and I feel so bad for him that everyone's just okay. like hating on him. I don't. I don't need your pity. Wow. Okay. Add that to the list of things to vent yeah. about, Ross. Okay. I don't need your pity. I don't need your pity. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, I have to play you this. Hit me. So, somebody writes a letter to their uh, their girlfriend after I guess they got busted cheating. Ooh. And and it's just it's one of these like you know it's it's an apology it's a justification as all blah 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 right? all the BS that we don't want to hear I guess it was a t- it was a, it was a text um, so this uh, girl named Jax so her ex boyfriend um, sent her a text apologizing for all the things that he had done that oh. wound up ending their relationship way to go. Um, these never work out well, right? No. So she decides to record. Screen grab and send it all the oh, friends. Oh, no, 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 oh. no, 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 no. So what she does is she reads this um, text from her ex while her friend plays violin uh, in the background. 
I know you're probably never gonna forgive me for what happened, but I wanted a chance to explain. I know it wasn't right that I technically hooked up with your roommate, but I've been going through a lot, and that's not who I am. I've been failing most of my classes, and you know I just got fired. So I would really appreciate if you showed me some sort of sympathy and stopped making me feel like a villain. Plus, you've been really busy at work, and I've been feeling really alone. Oh, God. I was just really missing you, and it was a one-time mistake. I love you so much more than Emily. <laughs> what am I supposed to tell my family? I'm sorry, okay? Also, did you change the Netflix password? Oh, in your face, sir. <laughs> That's far worse. I would almost rather she just ignore the text. There is or screen grab it and send it to all her friends and then let them talk smack behind my back. There is no justification for what did he say? Technically hooking up with her roommate? Yeah. Oof. There's no justification for technically hooking up with the roommate, but I love his justification for technically hooking up with the roommate, which was, um, you've been working a lot and yeah. I was lonely. Oh, come <laughs> on, dude. Also. I love you so much more than Emily. Here's the kicker, too. Why this is way worse for this guy. Yeah. So I just looked her up on TikTok. Yeah. Her name is uh, Jax Writes Songs. Yeah. 4.7 million people no. watch that video, that no. TikTok. no. This girl now has 7.8 million <sighs> followers. <laughs> <laughs> what was that line? I love you so much more than Emily. What am I going to tell my family? Yeah. I love you so much more than Emily. And the follow-up? What am I supposed to tell my family? Yeah, like it's her fault. <laughs> I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> this part right here is the best, though. Also, did you change the Netflix password? <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You got a long necklace on today. Can't even see the bottom of it. What's on back? it? What's on the end of it? Oh, it's just like a, it's just a chain. That's low. That's like almost a belly button, huh? You know what I'm saying. What is it like beads? Yeah. I've never seen you wear beads like that before. I uh, I had this a while, and I just I yeah? found it. I hadn't worn it in forever, like years. Yeah. I bought this. Um. From a street vendor in, uh, I think, Turks and Caicos. Oh, yeah? When Jenna and I went on our honeymoon. Oh, is that where you went on your honeymoon? Mm-hmm. How do I not know that? Bro, we FaceTime. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't know where you went on your honeymoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> FaceTime you from there, man. Yeah, I don't remember, though. I have a screen grab of Do us you? Really? Face. Yeah. I really do. That's unfortunate, then, huh, that I brought that whole thing up. All right, now, let's move on from the necklace, then. <laughs> Somehow, this is, okay, listen, I'm going to tell you what it's like in my, okay, in my life, right? Yes. Um, uh, it doesn't, remember, it, it doesn't matter what I bring up. Uh-huh. Okay. Anything I bring up to just about anyone I know can in about three sentences be turned around to how I'm a terrible friend. <laughs> right? I complimented no. you on I complimented you uh-huh. on your necklace. Yes. Okay. Forty five seconds later, I'm a terrible friend. <laughs> like after how does I said, that happen? After I said how Turks does and that Ke- happen? After I said Turks and Caicos, you could have just easily said Oh, yeah, cool. But here's my thing is because I think I'm being a good friend when Uh I say, oh, yeah, is that where you went on your honeymoon? (laughs) Like I'm being interested, right? 
Like I'm trying to I'm trying to be no, interested in your life. I think I think it would have been a dick move if <laughs> if I FaceTimed you, you knew that I was FaceTiming you and you chose to ignore the call. Oh, did I? No, I didn't do that. But you didn't do no, that. No, 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 no. Because you answered. No, I was happy for you. We had a great conversation. Yeah. Did Jenna we? was there. Yeah. Yes. That was awesome. And Good. Jenna was there and I was showing you like the weather yeah. and the beach and yeah. stuff like that. Did I, see, did I seem happy for you? You did. You were smiling. <laughs> Good. Yeah, According great. to the screen grab, at okay, least. Let's in go. that moment that I screamed okay, happy, this you is, were again, again, this is another one of the situations in life that I run into okay. a lot where when something comes up, um, I listen, uh-huh. nod, smile, right? Sure. Seem pleasant. And then inside, I'm I'm just thinking, okay, well, from now on, let's just go with your version of things. <laughs> okay. Because I don't it, have a version of things. <laughs> would it help if I just played a song right now? Um, depends on the song. Are you going to troll me with something? No, I promise. Okay. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. We have so many questions for this next person we're going to talk to. Her name is Ricka, by the way. What happens when your significant other, what happens when your boyfriend winds up going on a reality show, like one of those single reality shows, like on an island where they're making out with people? Uh, So listen to this. This was on TikTok. The woman's name is Ricka, and listen to the way she explains it. Hi, my name is Ricka, and my boyfriend is away for eight weeks filming a dating reality TV show where he is one of eight single guys, and there are eight single gals stuck on an island together, and they just film whatever happens. Now, I am one of the least jealous people I know, and I understand that most of this stuff is totally staged. And most of the people that know me and him realize how in love we are and how this is great exposure for his career. So they've been more than supportive throughout this process. Mm-hmm. But anybody who doesn't know him, well, let's just say they've been less than supportive. Mm-hmm. The show hasn't aired yet. He doesn't have his phone throughout filming, so mm-hmm. I have no idea what's going on. I don't think I'm allowed to know what's going on. But all I do know is either I am in a relationship that is extremely unique mm-hmm. and has a level of trust that is enviable by the gods, mm-hmm. Or I'm a dumbass whose heart's about to get broken into a million pieces. Stay tuned to find out which it is. Well, we got questions for you, Ricka. Welcome to the Razamoka Show. Well, hello. Uh, you've heard these kinds of stories before where somebody finds out that their uh, boyfriend, girlfriend is on a reality TV dating show. Oftentimes we find out by watching the show and then like the ex shows up and everything else and it's drama on the show. Uh, but it's usually done like by surprise in secret. Did you, because I'm going back listening to the video that you posted a second time. Did you know that your boyfriend was going on a reality dating show? I did. What was the conversation? Like who brought it up first? Did you find this for him and be like, hey, babe, this would be great for you? Or did he find it and say to you, hey, babe, I think this would be great for me? Well, you know, there's a third option where his agent found it and said, hey, they want you on the show. And he goes, well, crap, I have the time. The money's pretty good. He's done these things before. And so, yeah, he brought it up first in that way. He said, no, you know, when, I when have you say show he's done these things before, he's been on dating reality shows as a single guy while still dating you before? Um, all of the above. He's done several reality shows at this point. Okay. okay. So he wants to, he is what, hoping to be like an actor, famous, like social guy kind of thing? Um, well, let's just say he's already kind of on that level. Um, I can't name names okay. or anything like that. Of okay. course, I can't name names of the show. I can't name names of anybody on, on the show. Sure. So, Like, will we know uh, him? Absolutely will we not. know him if we see him? <laughs> um, in Canada? No. Oh, no. okay. okay. I'll just say his name then. Well, we got, all, we got all American shows up here. Yeah. I don't know. Can't so say. when he is off being single mystery name, yeah, 
during that time, that 8 to 12 weeks that he's away, are you at home being single, Ricka? I treat others how I want to be treated. I'm not going to be going and doing anything I wouldn't want him to go do. But he, yeah, but he, but he, but he is doing that. Yeah. On camera. What happens off camera would piss me off. Interesting. Uh, okay, okay. So how far is he, I guess, allowed to go on the show? Just what I just said, the on-camera stuff, all of that. But if it's on camera, he's fine to do, like, all of it? Um, Everything but you know what. So everything uh, except for sex? Yep. Yeah, but there's a lot. So, so let's say he is. <laughs> when you, there's, a, there's a big spectrum uh-huh. right there. Let's say he goes and hops in the shower, and there's a ca- camera in the bathroom. Not necessarily in the shower, but you see him walking into the shower, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. another woman who is there, who's into him, gets undressed, walks into the shower. You see that. It's on camera. You're okay with that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So do you guys have, like, generally, like, an open relationship? Like, is this sort of, like, how you guys live your lives or no? No. Um, I mean, we're not like, hey, you know, just go date do anybody you want right. um <laughs> i you know i do things that are kind of questionable in the the relationship too but there's got to be a level of trust you know it's do you go on dating reality shows as well uh no but you know i i do a lot of modeling and there's you know there's <laughs> clothes that are not there things like that yeah. and, and there's straight men that do pictures sometimes and we're alone and he's not there you know things like that so you know i'm i don't want him to feel oh, weird about on, that. Hold on, hold on. Ricka, 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 Ricka. What do you mean clothes are not on and then, like, cameras are there, things happen? Like, what does that mean? So do you mean, like, when cameras aren't snapping, things are happening? Oh, no, no. Okay. No, I meant just clothes are, you know, what is it's, your... it's, it's a professional environment. Okay. What does your day? family think about all this? What does his family think about all this? You know, I don't know about his family. I can only speak for my family. But half of them haven't met him yet. Like, this is a, a somewhat newer relationship. And so, you know, they, they're kind of like, wow, this is this is a lot. You know, they they, they support me. They, you know, they know that I'm a smart person and I have a great BS meter. And, you know, they, they understand on that level. Maybe, uh, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe this is just maybe this is just how things are now. I don't I have no I don't know. I don't know. I how don't did know. you guys meet? Did you guys meet through social media? No, we went in person when I moved to Miami. OK. Right. How long ago? How long you guys been dating? Four or five months. Oh, so it's pretty new. Here's my question for you. Is you going on TikTok and sort of making this public and still sort of being coy about it? Is this all part of the plan to promote him? No, um, I posted it because I, I had a harebrained idea to maybe do some like reaction videos, yada, yada. I thought all of like three people would be interested in the story, but now it's three million people and counting. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. <laughs> so Rick, what do you want to say to all the people who are telling you that you need to dump this guy, your boyfriend of four or five months, who's going on this reality show acting like a single guy? Like I said in the video, we'll see if, if that's the outcome of all of this. I hope it's not. I don't know. Something weird about this relationship, Rekha. <laughs> There's something weird. Y'all got something planned, no. and it's to promote each of you in some way, somehow. Which, but but also, what's wrong with that, though? Yeah, right? no, like, I don't, I don't know if I, like, I don't know. I, I don't even know what this is, to be honest with you, Rekha. I really don't. I'm so confused right now. I really am. I'm so confused. Yeah, I'm some s- people think it's a complete satire. But this is the thing, is that if you're not saying who the boyfriend is, and you're not saying what the show is, and you go on TikTok, like, all you have to do at the end of this is just do another TikTok saying, yeah, I dumped his ass, and then nobody will ever know, and you get three million views. I know. That's that's the sad part of it, because I can't name names. I'll get sued. So I'm like, well... Who's going to sue you? Your boyfriend? <laughs> oh, the network. Now they won't. Nobody's going to sue Nobody's you, Nobody's going to sue you. 
<laughs> if people want to follow you on TikTok, on Instagram, wherever, where do they go? They go to Rick Talk on TikTok. That's where you go. Thank you for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate Bye. it. Take care. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We are getting a ton of texts at 925 We talked to uh, Ricka just now. She is the woman who went on TikTok yesterday. The TikTok blew up. Millions of views. Yeah. Hundreds of comments. She said that, uh, well, here's exactly what she said. Hi, my name is Ricka, and my boyfriend is away for eight weeks filming a dating reality TV show where he is one of eight single guys, and there are eight single gals stuck on an island together, and they just film whatever happens. So we talked to her, Have and she's totally her social fine. more to find out? Like, are there any pictures of the boyfriend, like, on her Insta or anything like that? I Because I'm starting to think that the boyfriend doesn't even exist. So a lot of people are texting in saying that they think the exact same thing. Yeah. I, I went through her um, her TikTok, yeah. and I couldn't find anything, at least recent. And she said that they've been dating four or five months, and she posts a lot, Yeah. right? And yeah. there isn't any evidence of any boyfriend, from what I could see. No. I didn't go to her, like... I don't know if she's got Twitter or anything. I didn't go to her IG, anything like that. But just according to TikTok, her page, there's nothing there, right? Uh, somebody said, uh, imagine if he is real and he's on Love is Blind. Girl, just go dust up your online dating profile. You've been thrown back into the dating streets. <laughs> oh, into the streets. Uh, you're Jesus. in a relationship with your damn self all alone. That guy is single. Another text reads, her man don't exist. She just wants attention. Yeah. Somebody else said she is lying for sure. Somebody else said uh, this guy, if he's real, just got a hall pass. She's in denial. Ew. This itself sounds staged. Sounds like potential to have an open relationship as long as she consents and is of mutual understanding both ways, no harm. Not only do I think that they not have an open relationship, I don't even think that she has a boyfriend. Me neither. That's what I get right? the sense. Maury, she's just doing you, it what does she have on? What's on her Instagram? Her own cloud. Um, Hold on, get to the microphone, man. Her Instagram is just very scandalous pictures of her, just her. Just her. Like this yeah. one here. So she has like a so, sort of pseudo-famous boyfriend, but she has nothing else. No, that man don't exist. She's Anything? Four, she has 4,000 followers on Instagram, not verified. That's it? Yeah. And it's only <laughs> pictures of her. Yeah, there's not one single picture of even another human being on her Instagram. It's just her. It's just her. Uh, yeah. Is nah, it me or does she sound bro. way too scripted and cool with this? Sounds set up. Yaz said, LOL, Ricka just wants clout. Yeah. Um, also, 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 just the whole my my boyfriend's famous and all. Like, I can't no, say not. anything. Liar. Yeah, I don't know, man. Somebody else said, Hundo P, she got a few side pieces on if, the go. If her boyfriend, like, here's the thing, right? These reality stars, the way that this works in that world is if her boyfriend was as famous as they are, yeah. I could go on a blog right now and find out who the guy is that's dating her because people would be following that guy and who he's dating. Right. Yes, absolutely. So... He ain't real. Right? No. She's just doing it for He's a make, the attention. Make up, right? make up a whole boyfriend, huh? And yeah. then turn him into a dirtbag. Another like, That's real wild. Right? <laughs> uh, I'll end on this text at 925 Yeah. In the words of my grade three su- students, that lady is sus. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. This really took off the past couple of days. Roz and Mocha's vented moments. <laughs> okay. 
Hey, I give up. AKA, go on. Uh, okay, I would uh, like AKA, to. What was it? Uh, get off. Go off with Rosamoka. I would just like to say I don't like the name of this segment, but I I love the people involved. Um, this is where. Would you rather us <sighs> name it uh, some of the other Let's suggestions? Not, no. Rosamoka's ventilator. This is why I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Let's just okay. put a pin in the name, okay? okay? And and if you are listening to this right now, we need no suggestions from you. Okay, like nothing. Don't bother texting a suggestion for the name of the segment. Nothing. We're going to be good. Okay, you don't need to worry about us. Um, a but triple venti with Razamoka. This is oh, for God's sake. Um, this is where we give you the opportunity. Maybe you have something that you just need to get off your chest. Okay, where maybe the people in your life won't appreciate your grievance. Uh, maybe the people <laughs> in your life are the subject of your grievance. This is something that you've kept bottled up. Now, you could be completely anonymous. We won't even ask your name, but we will give you the platform to just vent, to just go off. And uh, that is uh, that is what we do. Hello, Razamoka. Hi there. How are you, boys? Good. What's going on? I'm about to go off. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it going off because <laughs> I am so sick and tired of sanitizers and damn stores, coffee shops, Walmart, McDonald's, whatever you want to call it. Uh-huh. As I was waiting for, for this phone call, I went into Timmy's to get my coffee. Yeah, I'm on speaker. People are staring at me. I went to go sanitize my hands like a good human and the damn thing like squirted all over my shirt. <laughs> Oh, I'm no. sick and tired of the inconsistency in these damn sanitizers. And I like my blood is boiling. Like my 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 Apple Watch, like it's telling me to take a deep breath. And I am I'm on <laughs> button. I'm not Yo, what's your heart rate at right now? <laughs> it's at 126, man. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> I'm sick so of high. it. Like I go to the I go to the liquor store. It smells like graph or tequila or vodka from Russia. Like I'm so done with all these different textures <laughs> of sanitizers. I and then I tell my wife and she's like, You're just complaining, just wash your hands. I wash my hands. There's a damn pandemic going on. What do you mean right now? I just want some damn consistency in hand sanitizer. Why is that such a damn problem right now? I, I honestly, you squirt one in the one TSC store and it goes flying across the room, hits a lady, and she looks at me like I'm the idiot. Yep. Like, I'm so done. Yep. Like, I'm so done with this. And it ruined two of my shirts because I don't know what the hell they're putting in them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, it's a problem. Uh, at the end of the day, by the end of the day, I'm like chapped. I look like a chalkboard. (laughs) Like, Like, it doesn't matter what kind of lotion I put on. My hands are cracking. I've never had issues with dry skin, but now I look like a dry prune. (laughs) I'm so done. Wow. I'm going off. Yeah, I'm going off. Let let me ask you this question, sir. Yeah. Do you you feel better now that you got that off your chest? I do. But now my wife telling me i need to breathe okay, <laughs> Still. okay man honestly well, like, okay. I feel, i'm smiling now but damn i i thank you yeah you're very, you're very welcome that's <laughs> what, what we do this is what we're here for bro yeah that's what we do man that's what we do thank you so much okay no thank you boys you're amazing thank you for doing this honestly i feel like i'm smiling now this is good right see there you go all, um, just a little consistency is all we're looking yeah. for that's it just Stop ordering the stuff from overseas. Just damn, make your own damn sandwich. Okay, yeah. There we go. That's the real problem right there. Right? Ben, yeah. Keep it Canadian. <laughs> Later, Ed. Keep it Canadian. Later, boys. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Taylor Swift's uh, Red Taylor's version is out today. And you said it's long, huh? Bro, this album yeah. clocks in at two hours and 11 minutes. <laughs> there are 30 songs. <sighs> On this album. Yeah. And then you'll see 31 there because the very last one is like a 22-second message from Taylor Swift to all of her fans. Oh, yeah? You want to hear it? I'm just yeah, play yeah, play it for me. 
Message from Taylor Swift. Here's what she says. Musically and lyrically, Red resembled a heartbroken person. It was all over the place. A fractured mosaic of feelings that somehow all fit together in the end. Happy, free, confused, lonely, devastated, euphoric, wild, and tortured by memories past. These are the original 30 songs that were meant for Red. I love you guys. Wow. So I guess this is what she had. And then, of course, the record companies go, well, you got to pare it down and give us the best 12, right? Yeah. So this was everything that was she had to choose from, I guess. Correct. Right? That's a lot. That's but the, you hang the, on as you, you know, I mean, you've yeah. talked to, to artists. We've both talked to artists so many times where they uh, record or they've written songs for oh, this one particular album. Yeah. And there are. Sometimes 30 plus, sometimes yeah. hundreds, right? Yeah. And uh, Taylor also on uh, SNL this weekend, she was on with um, uh, Fallon last night, teasing at what she might deliver on that show. You're performing on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. This Saturday. This Saturday. Uh, what, what two songs are, can we hint to what songs you're performing? I love to hint. Um, which two songs? Uh, what, what if... Mm-hmm. It was it w- was not two songs as much as it was one song that is the length of three songs. Oh, okay. So I think it, I know exactly what you we'll mean make, by this. We'll <laughs> I got it. I got it. Okay, so she'll do a medley. Uh, no, I think there's one song on the record called "All Too Well," which is ten minutes. Oh, facts. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that that's... Oh, uh, <laughs> 10 minutes? Yeah. So I think that, like, what are they going to uh-huh. do? Because normally you get two performance slots on SNL. Do you think mm-hmm. they're going to break format and just give her one sort of yeah. right in the middle? They've I think so. And just, I think that they'll, they'll do, like, one before. less skit. Or, yeah. What they do? They've done, they've done that before. With? with? I don't remember who, because I'm just running in, but they've done that before where somebody's performed just once. Really, huh? Yeah. I don't ever remember that. Me neither. Yeah. Huh. Who was it? Find out who it was. Yeah. And um, was it like and was it like another big giant sort of like epic uh, epic track? Anyway, uh, so Taylor Swift on SNL, uh, Red Taylor's version is out now. She has a, a brand new song that's like the next like big single that you'll hear on the radio and streaming platforms yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. called "Message in a Bottle." Okay. So I think she's still going to perform that. I think that they'll still give her two performance spaces right. on the show. "Message in a Bottle" will be one of them. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Remember Becky with the good hair. When Beyonce released... Uh, if you ask Jay-Z, he'd be like, who? <laughs> no. So Beyonce dropped that line in. What song was that from again? God, I don't even remember what track that was. One of the was. tracks from the Lemonade album. Yeah, but she said Becky with the good hair, and then everybody was trying to figure out who Becky with the good hair was. And... Um, and uh, and um, Taylor Swift is very much on that same path and always has been where she'll drop these hints about people and then the internet detectives sort of go to work right of course uh, they do their so best. she was on snl over the weekend um and they really leaned into the uh sucks to be taylor's ex people were trying to figure out where jake gyllenhaal was all weekend oh, find no. out how he spent his weekend while taylor was doing 10 minute version of a song dedicated to him on snl oh. Uh, here's a little bit of weekend update. Well, guys, I think the lesson we all learned this week is never break up with Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, she will sing about you for 10 minutes on national television. <laughs> and at 
the very least, at the very least, return the scarf. <laughs> <laughs> and the that track, that 10-minute track was All Too Well, and she did all 10 minutes of it. Wow. And uh, here's a little bit of All Too Well. I walked to the door with you The air was cold But something about it felt like home Somehow and I Left my scarf there At your sister's house And you've still got it In your drawer So to make that claim that you still have it in your drawer right now. Okay, so there's there's <laughs> one line in uh, in that in that song where and it's like super. This is the one where everybody started going to work. All the detectives started going to work, um, and the line is uh, not weeping in a party bathroom. Some actress asking me what happened to you. That's what happened. You. So oh. meaning. Meaning, I guess Jake Gyllenhaal. So Here's here's that here's that clip here's that clip from the song. Okay. Oh, so not weeping in a party bathroom. Some actress asking me what happened. You. That's what happened. You. And everybody is like, who's the bathroom actress? Oh no. Okay. Who's the one who came in to console Taylor Swift? And initially, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm gonna say like that. So with the internet detectives, what they have to do now is piece together the timeline of where she might have been. And whose house this might have been. and Or not even a house. Or whoever, yes. wherever it was, and who the additional party guests were. Like, right. I don't even know where to start. Okay, so one theory, the first theory that came out was that it was Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston? Yeah, because um, at a, I think it was a People's Choice Awards show years ago, um, there was a story that came out that said that Jennifer Aniston... Um, was at the Nokia Theater in Los Angeles when Taylor Swift was 21 years old mm-hmm. and told Taylor Swift to hang in there and that wanted to know, she wanted Taylor to know that everything was going to be okay and told her to just go out and have some fun. That mm. was the story there. Because if you remember, Jen Aniston and Taylor Swift both dated John Mayer. Oh, right, yeah. Right, okay, so they had that mm. in common. Oh, right? and then I guess you would have to look at the timeline of the relationship because it was so short-lived. It was eight months, right? Between I think so, yeah. It was like between like October and December. So then you have to figure out Taylor Swift's whereabouts within right. those eight weeks. So, but oh they, God, but they crazy. were, but they, they, that story did happen where uh-huh. Jennifer Aniston did talk to Taylor Swift and told her, you know, things will get better because t- remember, Jennifer Aniston went through it like crazy oh, yeah, with big time. Brad Pitt and then John Mayer and then everybody else, right? Um, but Jennifer Aniston's good friend, a woman named. Jen Meyer saw this story on Instagram and then tweet and then replied this not true people you have the wrong actress oh so it's not Jen okay Aniston. so confirm now from a good friend verified blue check mark on Instagram of good course. friend of Jen Aniston okay then we get to Anne Hathaway okay Anne Hathaway starred with Jake Gyllenhaal in Love and Other Drugs in 2010 she told Glamour magazine in 2015 that she mer- first met Taylor Swift when Taylor Swift was dating Jake Gyllenhaal. 
Oh, my God. Okay, and the timing of that one works. So right now, all the detectives have gone now away from Jen Aniston, and now everybody believes that that actress who walked into the bathroom uh, to console Taylor Swift, who was crying, was, in fact, Anne Hathaway. Damn. Okay? Um, but I still find it weird that, like... Dude, it works, Swifties. He, I'll tell you, because it the line in the song, though, like, my problem with that is that the line in the song is not very complimentary, right? It's, now I'm weeping in a party bathroom. Some actress asking me what happened. Mm. Some actress. Not like some great woman consoling me. It's some actress. Nobody wants to be some actress. Or whether you're Anne Hathaway or Jen really Aniston. Oh, no, 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 oh, okay. no, 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 no. No, Taylor Swift knows. But it's the fact that she says some actress, which is sort of derogatory in a way, yeah. depending on how you're you're taking it. But yeah, so the so if you're wondering why everybody's talking about Anne Hathaway today in relation to Taylor Swift, is because everybody now believes that it was in fact Anne Hathaway who is the bathroom actress in uh in Taylor's uh new track. Not Jake, yeah. what you doing, dog? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so everybody's freaking out over the new Taylor Swift um, uh, red Taylor's version. If you can find the clip, I think it's people are confused or whatever the hell it's called. People are confused. Why? Yeah, because Taylor, um, they pressed her vinyl. At, people don't understand like records, right? Like What's a record? Pe- people collect records. People who are into vinyl know vinyl, mm-hmm. but people who are buying vinyl for the first time, like Taylor, like Red Taylor's version for the first time, uh, putting it on a record player, or whatever else, they're leaving negative reviews everywhere because they think that a they got punked or two that it's not Taylor Swift because um, normally full albums are recorded at thirty three RPM, right, which is thirty three rotations per minute. Taylor recorded Red Taylor's version at forty. 5 RPM. Oh, that's too fast, Taylor. What you doing? So, if you play Red Taylor's version... Oh, I guess no, too slow. If you play Red Taylor's version at 33, which you normally would for a full-size record, yeah. she sounds like a dude. Oh. <laughs> I would absolutely take this as a big-time troll job. But also be like, yo, somebody made a mistake? Collector's item. Yes. How many of these were pressed? Do we even know? Well, no, it's deliberate, though. It's not an accident because it's stretched over multiple records, I guess. And so what winds up happening is to put that amount of music specifically on the amount of records that she had in order to fill the record, the actual physical record, it needed to be pressed at this speed. Where would you even buy a record player now? You can buy them anywhere. Anywhere you can buy records. Urban Outfitters has a whole section. You can buy record. Yeah, you can buy record players anywhere. They also on this didn't say. Normally, it would say on the label. It didn't have any markings. Yeah, Hmm. so people had to figure it out themselves. But people bought this thinking that they got hustled. Like they just didn't think. 
oh, it's change playing at the, it's playing at the wrong speed. I gotta, gotcha. just, I gotta just change the speed. Yeah. Because normally why for would like... You, because why would you even think about that? Yeah, but if I put a record on, it was playing slow. My head, right, knowing vinyl, I would just go and I'd flick the switch. Right, but if you don't know... Yeah, but you don't know, right? And that's the funny part about this. Is and then that you go and you leave a bad review. They leave, they're, at, they're leaving, like, before they actually look to say, to, I wonder if there's anything that'll fix this. Mm. There's three buttons on a record player. Sure. Right? Maybe three. If you're lucky. Tempo, 3345. Tempo? Vol- and volume. No, 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 no. No, mine was mine was play, yeah. <laughs> stop, and then the switch for 33 and RPM. Like 33 and 45. Ooh, I have a fancy one. It's tempo. Yeah, no, no, no. I didn't have that at all. So people were just going straight to online. Oh, like, Yo, my Taylor, God. What you doing, girl? Yeah. Why is there a man singing? Yeah, put it in reverse, Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Play it again for me. Play it again for me. Ooh, ooh, ooh. We called it off again last night, but ooh. No, like, the beat actually sounds pretty good. It sounds like, um... Like, it sounds like one of those um, bands like, uh, was it Fun? Or... I was just going to say Nate Roos from Fun. What's the other band that did a song just like that at that time? Like Fun? Not Imagine Dragons. No, not Imagine Dragons, no. Do you mean Bastille? No. No, it was around that same era where, like, um, we played one of their songs in one of our commercials eons ago. Oh, Portugal the Man. No, not that one. The Hot, other one. Hot Show, right? No, Hot Shell Ray. Hot Shell Ray. No, no, no. I don't know what it was, but it sounds like that. But it sounds like one of those like like two thousand. Like yeah. <laughs> uh, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Adam Driver. I don't think that this is any sort of big surprise here, which is Adam Driver doesn't like doing Comic Con. He doesn't seem the Comic Con type. No, right? Not at all. Like Robert Downey Jr., yeah. The Comic Con type. Mm-hmm. Uh all the Chris's. Comic-Con type. But Adam Driver has that kind of personality that um, he is, uh, he seems like an introvert a little bit. Yeah, but. When he's not acting, right? Yes. However, I will, I will say this. There have been plenty of introverts who were introverted at that age that have all sort of grown out of it and are now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? Robert Downey Jr. is a great example of Mm -hmm. that, right? Robert Downey Jr. years ago, you would never, he would have been almost last on your list as somebody you would have seen in like a popcorn action flick. because he used to be mean, right? Well, no, he he wasn't mean. He was incarcerated. Right, but it was substance abuse, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was that, the, the story of when he broke into somebody's house and like, I think like went into their bed and stuff. Like they found him passed out in somebody's house. And there was that famous courtroom scene where the judge was sentencing him to, um, to uh, jail for basically rehabilitation. Mm -hmm. And he was in the courtroom and said, you know, um, talking to the judge, talking about how much, how he needed help and he that's when he said that the famous line of like i have a shotgun in my mouth and i like to taste a gun metal oh, um, wow. where he I was like yeah so and yeah because back in the day um when they did iron man i remember years ago years ago interviewing gwyneth paltrow mm-hmm. where she was talking about the sort of transformation of robert downey jr and she made mention years ago that when robert downey jr was cast as iron man um, the studio had a hard time with it because he wasn't insurable at the time. And oh, she said that he didn't even have a car at the time. Wasn't allowed to drive. Right? Yeah. Mm. 
Um, so, so anyway, so he was that and now he loves it, everything else. Sure. I think Adam Driver is 100% the type because Adam Driver was basic, is basically younger Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford hated everything about Star Wars and the fandom. Oh, yeah, he did yeah, not yeah. enjoy any of it. And then, of course, all these years later, he comes back and does the movies and is totally fine with it. I think Adam Driver may get there at some point, mm-hmm. but he'll be 60 at Comic-Con and love it. Okay. Um, but like right now, Adam Driver, not a huge fan of Comic-Con. And uh, he was on the Graham Norton show explaining what it was like his one and only time. You went to a comic con. Did you like that? Uh, no. <laughs> I didn't know I was uh, not going to like it till uh, I didn't know the rules of a comic con. If you want to go outside there, like just put a mask on so nobody knows who you are because Star Wars is, was very, you know, hadn't come out yet. Then I opened uh, my window because I'd been in the room for 24 hours before this thing we're supposed to do. And then there was a band at the bottom of the building playing the Star Wars theme on repeat because we were all staying in a hotel. Oh, no. So it was scary. I mean, it's nice. I, I, I'm not anxious to go again. <laughs> it's just a little bit too much for Mr. Adam Driver. Wow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Yo, Jacob, what's up, dude? It's Roz and Mocha. I think you texted us by accident, but we have to get to the bottom of this text. Yeah, it's my girl, man. Uh, Jacob texted and said, Dear Nicole, I'm sorry for everything. I love and miss you every day. No. Now, did you mean to send that to Nicole, or did you mean to send it to us for us to read on the radio? To read on the radio, brother. Oh. Okay. So wait. So so, what's your name, Jacob? That is correct. Okay. And who's Nicole? That's my ex girlfriend. And what happened? A lot. A lot. You screwed up, huh? No, no, no. I, I didn't mess around or nothing like that. No, I just, you know, life got the best of us. You know, kids got involved and just like uh, different marriages and whatnot. But no, I did not mess around on her. No, okay. I would never. Okay. Right. And it how was lo- just like a, a series of events that took place before the initial or the inevitable uh, breakup? Pretty much. Yeah. And, yeah. How, and how long you guys been split now? A couple of weeks. How long were you together for? about a year that's tough man oh, that's but you tough. know what it was uh, it was the one you know it was just uh, uh yeah, the one that got away i hear you man I so she you. broke up with you then or was it like a conversation you guys had and you both agreed we that both, you know we both went separate ways pretty much you know just, yeah yeah um, well, I don't know what the, the, the full story is. And, you know, unfortunately, we can't talk to Nicole. But if there's if she's listening right now and you want to say something to her, like get everything out there in the open, uh, what do you want to say to Nicole? Nah, I'm just really sorry for my actions. Yeah, we hear you, man. It's tough. You know, I was uh, very uh, immature and childish at times. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Uh, were you getting, like, real dirty, like, in... in um when you guys would like argue, like just saying really horrific oh, mean stuff. No arguing. Do you know what? No, I was very immature. Yeah. For yeah. my yeah. age. Yeah. I, I and I'll you, admit man. it. I'll be the first one to admit it. Right. Yeah. Well, let's well, let's hope that you know carries a little bit of weight, man. I don't know. I don't know. I uh, know. I should listen to you guys every day, every Friday. You know what? And uh, it's hot. it's tough, man. It's tough. Ah, oh, right, buddy. Brother. Uh, well, so so your name is man. Jacob. Her name is Nicole. And Mocha, what was that text again? Uh, dear Nicole, I'm sorry for everything. I love and miss you every day. There we go. Thanks, Jacob. Thanks, guys. You guys are awesome. The- hey, uh, real quick, uh, between Roz and I know your heart's like broken right now and everything, but I got to ask. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? <laughs> Roz. Me. Both of you guys are awesome. Now, if you let me ask you this question, and I never ask questions, but if you were still with Nicole and super happy, would you have then said Mocha? Because I'm getting the feeling you're only saying me because you're miserable. (laughs) 
<laughs> Not at all. Okay. No. okay. <laughs> I'm not miserable. I just you know what regret my actions. That's I about it. I hear you, brother. You know? Yeah. Uh, much love to you, Jacob. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Adele. Yo, that special last night. Yeah, man. A lot of people watched it. Not me. I was in bed. Why'd they start at 8.30? A lot of people there. Oprah, Gail King, Leonardo DiCaprio, Selena Gomez, Lizzo, Drake, Chris Jenner, Gabrielle Union, Dwayne Wade, Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul! Oh, yeah? Uh, oh. Melissa McCarthy, uh, Sarah Paulson, Tracy Ellis Ross, Nicole Richie, Tyler Perry, Ellen DeGeneres, Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Wow. Ava DuVernay. Gordon Ramsay, Seth Rogen, James Corden. James Corden's at everything, man. Um, no, fa- were fans Don allowed? Glover. No fans, right? Uh, yeah. Or they were. were. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know. This is all full of celebs. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how many... I invited people that I know. And Say that like, again? She said off the top, like, I invited people that I know. And if right. you came, some people I don't know who came with them. And if I don't know you, hi. Right. Like, I think people may have got a plus one kind yeah, of thing, yeah. right? Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Like a very fancy sort of, uh, very fancy wedding. Um, somebody got engaged, uh, during the show, which was really incredible. This poor woman had no idea what was going on. Oh my God. It was like the sweetest (laughs) club. Can I ask a quick question about that? So this was taped like a few weeks ago. So does that mean that engaged couple can't tell anybody till it airs? Um, no, I don't know. I I think that they probably told their their family. Yeah. Yeah. I think that they told their family. I just don't think that they could post about it on social. Right. Uh, but no, it was, uh, it was incredible. So, um, the new song that everybody sort of grabbed onto because it has been six years since Adele performed anything on any stage, uh, was a track called I Drink Wine. How could one become so bounded by choices that somebody else makes? How can we both become a version of a person we don't even like? We're in love with the world, but the world just wants to bring us down. God damn, what a voice. I put Beautiful. And this is one of those songs when the track listing came out two weeks ago. People were all all over this particular title. Right? I thought somebody wrote, uh, Adele drinks wine, I drink wine. We're basically best friends. (laughs) (laughs) Or like we're one and the same or something like that. Uh, But one of the incredible things about last night, aside from the Oprah interview and everything else, and uh, here she is with Oprah, but uh, one of the incredible things was that uh, this was her son Angelo's first time ever seeing his mom perform live, right? Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. Because it's been six years. Oh, I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, so here's uh, Adele talking about Angelo. Does Angelo know that you are Adele? No, apart from the other day, he watched the Easy On Me video, like, Countdown to when it premiered, whatever, whatever. I didn't watch that. And um, he was like, there was, like, 150,000 people waiting and, like, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, he had all these likes and then he read the comments and then... He was like, people really like you. Like, so he's, he's starting <laughs> to get it, to get it a little bit, but not really. Didn't you take him to a Taylor Swift concert? And he was like, he loved it. He couldn't believe that all those people were in there. Yeah, because he used to come to my stadium shows for my rehearsals, and it would be empty. He was like, so many people come to her shows. <laughs> I'd make him leave before they all arrived. It was so cute and so funny. He loved it. Yeah. He's never seen you perform live. No, no. This will be his first time. 
Wow. Yeah. Yes. Do you want more children? I thought I'm, I'm definitely open to it. I would like more children. I wouldn't be the end of the world if I don't mm -hmm. have them because I have Angelo. But yeah, I think so. I like how uh, in talking to Adele, Oprah uh -huh. goes into the British uh -huh. accent as well. Uh-huh. I got that too. Right? Didn't happen with Harry. No, not at all. <laughs> Uh, one of the, the, of course, the big thing over the last six years since Adele has performed was her uh, her weight loss. She lost, uh, I think it was somewhere around uh, 100 pounds. And um, you can't help but talk about it just because Adele looked just so different. Like yeah. she goes away and then comes back looking the same and you don't have to have an opinion one way or another. Uh, but this is Adele and uh, Oprah um, talking about uh, the weight loss. Let's go to the question everybody wants to know. Oh, One of the questions certainly is this whole weight thing. Mm-hmm. And you lost 100 pounds mm -hmm. in two Around years. That, yeah. Around that? Around, 100 yeah. pounds in two years. And then you said it wasn't even really about the weight. So no. what was it about? It was about my anxiety, mainly. I had the oh, most nice. terrifying anxiety attacks after I left my marriage. They'd paralyzed me completely mm -hmm. and made me so confused because I wouldn't be able to have any control over my body. But I, could, I knew that I, I, I was aware of it all happening. It was like I was still very much there while my whole body was just like, on another planet, it felt like, you know? And I've always worked that bit, you know, a couple of times a week for my back. Not very hard, but you know, because uh -huh. um, I've had a bad back since I was a teenager. And I started to notice, A, how much I trusted my trainer and his like presence mm -hmm. when I was feeling so lost, but also that I didn't have any anxiety when I was with him at the gym. So then I, I picked it up every day and then I had nothing else to do. And I think it was just, it became my time me having a plan every day when I had no plans. I had no idea what each day was going to bring for me, but me knowing that, oh, okay, at 9 a.m., I'm going to go to the gym. Okay, great, well, that gives me some discipline. Okay, 1 p.m., I'm going to go for a hike. You know, having these sort of pins in my day mm -hmm. helped me keep myself together. So you together. weren't even starting out trying to lose weight? No, not at all. I wasn't bothered about that at all. But in that process of having, you know, lost all of that weight, I definitely really contributed towards me getting my mind right. Wow. Mm -hmm. I uh, like Adele a lot, man. Yeah, and then uh, we'll end on this one, which is Adele talking about uh, uh, dating again and her current uh, boyfriend, Rich Paul. So how do you start dating again? I mean, you can't go on a dating app. No. Do you, like, take advice from friends or somebody says, oh, I know somebody? Like, how did you meet Rich Paul? I met him at a birthday party. Mm -hmm. We were on the dance floor. And I met him, and then a couple of couple of years later, we went out for dinner, which he says was a business meeting. I'm like, a business meeting about what? And then it was the first time we'd hung out only on our own and not with other friends and stuff like that. So that was a very natural way. I think that's how people would normally meet each other, is mm -hmm. like in real life. Mm -hmm. What was it about him that drew you to him? I mean, we all know he's the super agent. and Yeah, he's, he's just hilarious. He's also hilarious? Oh, he's so funny. Okay. No, he's hilarious, yeah. Okay. And very smart. You know, he's very, very smart. It's quite, quite incredible watching him do what he does. And just the easiness of it. It's just it's been very smooth. He's making it easy on you. He's yeah. making it easy on me. I'm blushing. He's right up there. Oh, <laughs> oh look at that. But yeah. Adele is back. She's happy. The new album drops on Friday. Congratulations, Adele. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So one of the things that uh, people are talking about with regards to the Adele special that aired last night 
is that super cute couple that ended up getting engaged. Yeah, how does that even happen? In front of all the celebrities because there. Because nobody knew that this show was even happening. No, not at all. Uh, Quentin and Ashley, that was the couple, uh, and it was pitch black, and then all of a sudden the proposal happens, and Adele walks on stage. Like, it was one of the wildest sort of public engagements uh, that you'll ever see. But uh, the couple who got engaged at that Adele show last night. Quentin and Ashley, are you there? Yes, yeah. we are. Hello, it's Roz and Mocha. Um, welcome to Canada, first of all. And second of all, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. What's going on, Canada? How long you been holding it? How long you been holding this secret for? Oh my gosh. It, you know, we've been holding a secret for maybe about three weeks now. Three weeks. Three weeks. Now we were talking in here. Was there any like were you allowed to tell people or were you sort of sworn to secrecy? Like, did your family know that this all happened? Well, we could tell them that we got engaged. We just couldn't divulge the details. So we just told them that, you know, we went on a surprise date and got engaged at the observatory, which is pretty typical, like in LA, because it's so nice up there. Like it's not too weird and i love it up there it's probably my favorite place in los angeles so ashley take us through like your perspective what did quentin say to you prior to arriving there what did you think was going to happen did you have any thought in your mind at all that he was going to propose i had zero thought because i had zero time it was actually probably the busiest work weekend of my life so i was really like barely paying attention to him that day i actually worked from 6 a.m until he made me leave work early so he's like you have to leave work early i'm taking you on this surprise date and he actually told me like a week before so i knew that he wanted to take me on a date which is pretty typical of him like we do surprise dates so in no way did i think that he was proposing that's for sure especially with wet hair and ugly nails <laughs> so how long were you in the blindfold and the headphones for then I was probably in the blindfold for like 15 or 20 minutes. He kind of caught me at a good time because I was exhausted. So I was like, I'm going to fall asleep. He's like, just take a nap. <laughs> oh, no. wow. So what did he say to you, though, like in order for you to get the blindfold on and the headphones on? And like, were you suspicious at all at that point? No, he said, I love you. Just trust me. Yeah. Just trust me. And he gave me the look in his eyes. I was like, why are you being a weirdo? Plus, if you knew this guy, like, he's a super weirdo, so he's always doing weird things. <laughs> wow. So it really True didn't love, huh? me off. Like, I, damn, I knew, I, I knew that the headphones and the blindfold was going to be the hardest part. So I was prepping her all day for that. I bought her her favorite food. I was, I was just trying to get on her good side because I knew that was going to be the hardest thing ever <laughs> he also fed me champagne first that helps oh okay. wow. and were now, you listening to anything in the headphones yeah i was listening to music actually and oh, now okay. looking back on it i actually listened to like two or three adele songs and you know obviously i wasn't putting it all together but i was quite enjoying the playlist but yeah there was a playlist playing in my ears so like i couldn't hear anything so when when this happens <sighs> We'll get to you seeing Adele for the first time in one second. Uh, but when this happens and you realize that there's all these people there, and this isn't like a regular sort of concert where, you know, there's ticket holders there. Like Leonardo DiCaprio is there with a plus one. Oprah is right. there. Like it was, this was a star studded uh, uh, crowd. And then you have Adele on stage. When you took the blindfold off, uh, Ashley, where the hell did you think you were? <laughs> I thought I was in heaven. <laughs> <laughs>
I literally thought that I was in heaven. I was like, I could be dead right now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, in what, on what planet would this be happening that you're in a room full of celebrity? I mean, on literally on what planet would that be happening? And then when you guys took the, took your seats, who were you sitting beside? Lizzo? Lizzo was on my right. Oh. Melissa McCarthy was on my left. We had Kerry Washington at the end. Ellen DeGeneres was behind us. Wow. Goodness. Excuse me. Um, so it, here's, was, it was insane. Here's another question. So Quentin and Ashley are, are on the Ronza Mocha show right now. Uh, y'all are the couple that we saw got engaged on the Adele special last night. How did all of this come together, Quentin? Who did you reach out to? Um, how long had this been in the works just to get to that point? Well, before before we did it, it was probably about two, two and a half weeks before that. I had seen an ad. Um, it was it was asking, like, looking for someone who wants to perform, uh, wants to propose to their girlfriend in an extreme way. Oh, uh, it's going to wow. be one of the most romantic places in Los Angeles. So I was like, when I seen the ad, I was like, you know, you know, it's been seven years, you know. Was- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She made no secret about that in front of everyone. Yeah. Right. So it just felt right. So, you know, I, I kind of sent, sent the video in um, and then I had a bunch of uh, Zoom calls with producers and they started asking me like for, it was random. They started asking me, like, who our favorite artists and, and singers were. And I, you know, I mean, I, I knew, I knew Ashley, like, you know, I said Beyonce, Adele. Adele. Oh, you um, did say Adele. Wow. Yeah. So oh. she, she's, Ashley's a big fan of Adele's. And yeah. I just, and, I, and, and it was Who's funny. Not? It was funny because I, I had no idea that it was Adele that was, we were going to be in front of, you know what I mean? But we happened to, um, you know, we, we said her name and it was, it was just amazing. It was amazing. And uh, quickly, before we let you go, uh, Ashley, now that you know how many people saw that, are you sort of kicking Quentin in the ass a little bit because he didn't give you time to get your nails done? I mean, yeah. And I also ugly cried. What an incredible story. Uh, Quentin and, and Ashley, thank you so much for joining us on the Raza Mocha show, getting engaged there in front of Adele. And then she serenaded you guys oh. while you're sitting there just surrounded by celebrities. It was such a special moment, and uh, we couldn't be any happier for you. Congratulations. Thank you so much. We, we appreciate you guys having us. Thank right on. We appreciate you. Have a wonderful you. day. Take care. Have a good day. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Reviews for uh, Adele's album are out now. Album drops on Friday. What are people saying? Uh, 30 uses Adele's personal experience to power a kind of philosophical examination into why love fails and what it means for the people involved. That is from the uh, L.A. Times. Uh, The Independent says uh, Adele, our patron saint of heartbreak, licks her wounds on divorce album. Wow. Uh, NPR says Adele's stance uh, throughout 30, uh, 30's name of the album, uh, is one of engagement with her own inner struggles, uh, with the new world that opens up as she leaves a marriage, and with the musical milieu that's emerged since 25 came out in 2016. Hmm. AV Club says with 30, Adele traces her influence straight to Amy Winehouse. Wow. Uh, R.I.P. I understand that people like it, but here's my question, because I'm not saying that it shouldn't, because I haven't heard the whole album. But is it possible to give Adele's album any sort of negative review, do you think? No, because people will come after you. Right. Right away. That's that's, that's immediately what... And I'm not saying that these aren't legitimate. Sure. I'm just... I'm just... I was just wondering out loud what would happen if somebody... Because then the community will be like, how dare... 
Like obviously you haven't heard. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You may. Yeah, like I just I know I'd like I know I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that yeah. I, it would be ugly. Like it would just be ugly. So like avoid. Like you up. may hear the album, but you weren't yeah. listening right, to yeah. the album. Like just like avoid ugliness, right? Like uh -huh. avoid like ah whatever. You know, wasn't maybe it's not for me, but five stars. Sure. Right? Who yeah. cares? Who cares? It's Adele. Nobody's nobody's gonna come after me for saying why'd you give Adele five stars? So what the hell? I'm gonna give yeah. it five stars. But if you give it right? one and a half, you can't do that though. Every single person yeah. will be like, even critics. Yeah. Be like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No. Are you dumb? I know. Are you stupid? Because Which you one? see it with everything. You see it with movie reviews too, right? Where like you can't, there's certain things that you can't review negatively. Because like of the actors or actresses in them. Or 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 the or the theme of the film sure. or the the messaging of the film or the whatever of the film. Yeah. Like you, you just you see a lot of this now where you just can't be yeah, you can't be critical of things. It's interesting. And it's not that I don't sort of believe reviews anymore, but you you wonder. How many people of, you know, listen, it, the album comes out on a Friday. Who wants to have their weekend destroyed? By listening to an <laughs> album full of sad songs? No. Who wants to have their weekend destroyed by having your oh. timeline filled up with people coming after you because yeah. you you didn't give it five stars. You gave it three and a half. Yeah. Clearly right? you didn't hear <laughs> exactly, yeah. the pain. But as it is right now, across the board, uh, Adele's, uh, the reviews for Adele's record, uh, 30, which is, uh, again, out Friday. Um, I haven't heard it, and right now I'm giving it five stars. I give it five stars. I, I, brilliant, hundred percent. Right? Yeah, One I don't. The greatest singers of our generation, bro. She would have to call me an a hole by name on the album. <laughs> Actually, no, then I would, I would still give it five stars because that would be so badass. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's fix my life update. Roger, how you doing, man? It's Roz and Mocha. Good, good. How are you guys? Oh, man. Dude, we're great. You sound a lot happier. Last time we talked to you was uh, December last year, and you didn't sound, yeah. you didn't sound this uh, upbeat at that time. No, no, no. Definitely not. No. So just to update everybody, uh, Roger, when we first talked to you, you wrote this. Uh, hey, Razumoka, fix my life. I work full-time, and my wife works from home and takes care of our three-year-old son. And when I get home, the tensions are already high as she's been with them all day, and she then shuts down, and then it's my turn to take over. I cook dinner, get him ready for bed, etc. Plus, our son talks back to us all day and only adds to the stress. He's rude, doesn't listen, and acts like he's the boss. Uh, and it's adding to the tensions at home. Please help. This can't be normal. Hmm. When did you when did you realize that it was one hundred percent normal? How long after we talked? Uh, as soon as I got home. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and did uh, did it change your, your perspective or how you and your wife interacted with your son or, you know, more importantly, with, with each other? Yeah, definitely. The What you guys told me is be patient and stuff. And um, if he's not listening or whatever, just don't pay attention to him. And then yeah. eventually, you know, he learns that he's, he's doing something wrong. Yeah. Sometimes you got to wait him out, right? Um, yeah. and, and you have, you know, greater patience than they do. And you can play that, you can play that game. Uh, I remember the other thing we, t we talked about was not addressing what they did wrong while the tantrum is happening, right? You hit yeah, it with, exactly. you hit it, we hit it with it later, like at a moment of calmness. Yeah. That's when you can, uh, that's when you can get through to them. Uh, is he any better? Is he still talking back? Is he still the boss? He, he is the boss. He's not, doesn't talk back. To much, but. Yeah. Right. And how are yeah. things with uh, with you and your wife? They're, they're getting better. We're, we're expecting another kid. Oh. Hey, uh, all right. Two completely amazing. different reactions. Mocha, <laughs> Mocha, Mocha just applauded. I just went, oh, God. <laughs> so we're going to be another talking to Roger boy. again. Oh, yeah, nice. Congratulations, another bro. Another boy, huh? Thank you. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. so how's your wife doing? She's doing good. She's uh, 
so she's learning how to cope with working at home with him and yeah. then now just the uh, you know the pregnancy pains now if you can let everybody uh know what was the the conversation that you because obviously you talked to us and we can offer some advice but we we can't you know we're not there with you uh so after after we talked what was the conversation that you you and your wife then had um and what was the compromise what did you guys both agree on how did you sort of as, as, as a couple decide to uh tackle this and sort of de-stress the house a little bit well like uh lately my job has changed so now i don't do as much as the longer hours so uh, i can be home a little bit earlier so we decided that when i get home i'll take over and then if i need help i'll just ask her and uh and what was her reaction yeah. after after all of that after that she, initial she was, convo she, yeah she was on board with it yeah it made okay. sense yeah. yeah so uh what were some of the things you had to say to your kid like what did you how did you deal with those situations where the kid was acting like the boss like you as a dad what was your dad move I just walk away that's it oh, I'm done. <laughs> later dude <laughs> later. And, and then how long after would you uh, have that conversation would it still be within the same day or at least it would be within the same day within attempt, like yeah. probably like 10 15 minutes or whatever yeah oh, okay. and, and that's the thing because when you called us your kid was three and I and I don't know how it all started this notion of the of the terrible twos. Um, but anybody who has gone through it with a kid knows that the twos are a breeze mm-hmm. compared to the threes. Oh, the threes oh. and the fours. Yeah, yeah. Three is where it like Ugh. it peaks at three. Four is still quite awful, to be honest with it you. It really is. Yeah. Coming from somebody who's a father to a four-year-old. <laughs> Roger, dog, like, I feel you, man. But you can begin to reason at four a little bit. When you're in the early threes, it's a nightmare. No, because it's just irrational at that point. Everything. You can't have that. And that's what we said to you, Roger, is that you can't have a conversation with a three-year-old that's freaking out because it just won't register in that little mind of theirs, right? No, for sure, yeah. Uh, But things are better at home. We're we're happy to hear that. Uh, Congratulations on uh, the pregnancy. We're happy that your wife is feeling, feeling a little bit better. And and um, yeah, man, thanks. Thanks for making time to join us again. You definitely sound happier, bro. And, and thanks again, buddy. Thanks yeah. for your advice. And also, the great thing about a three-year-old is they're not developing long-term memory at that point. So you can call them an a-hole, and they will have no memory of it later in life. <laughs> yeah. Then now he responds. He 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 repeats me now. Oh so yeah, five five. You can't start doing that. But at three, <laughs> a-hole all day, <laughs> all day. <laughs> I have a feeling that won't go over very well with Roger's wife. No, no, no. <laughs> Thank you, brother. You take care, man. Take it easy. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. What up, Holmes? What up? I'm still doing scarfs and flip flops. Still. You still. Just, even though it snowed a little bit. Yeah, but it didn't snow in the city, though. Mm. Yeah, because I do flip flops until it snows. But your toes don't, uh, don't get cold, like not even no, chilly. No, no. Like getting into the, into the truck no. where. Really? Nah. Interesting. You nah. still walk barefoot down the street? No, I haven't done that since I broke my toe. I saw somebody do that in my building lobby and thought of you. Yeah. I walk by. What's wrong with walking barefoot? No, in nothing. a public space? Why do, I people, don't know. why do people think that's gross? Because there's gum weird. on the ground. No, yeah, but that's gross it... for me, not for you. But people get grossed out when they see somebody walking around barefoot. Because you know, like, what's been on the street and stuff. Yeah, but and that's just, yeah, but... but then you're going into your own home and. Yeah, but then you worry about your own business. No, but the reason it's gross walking is because I'm house. seeing your foot on the ground where I'm about to walk. In shoes. Wait, what? Like, that I'm seeing his bare foot on the ground. Right. Touching things on the ground and it's gross mentally. So, uh, okay, but you, huh? I just, I, we've all touched that door handle today. That's not gross. 
Yeah, but you didn't touch it with your foot. But but you, but where I walk in bare feet, you walk with shoes. What's gross about that? Mm. No, thinking about your foot on those things is gross. Like in just seeing a bare foot. You just don't like feet. No, I don't like feet. Yeah, at all, right? No, I don't. No. Does Matthew like feet? Oh, he hates? That's why I have to wear socks in bed. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Oh, no. <laughs> that's Even why I have still. to wear socks to bed. What about, though, like, no. before you have to get into the pool? Like, when you guys are at your dad's place. Oh, then I can do it or whatever. But I'm not allowed in the bathtub because my feet would touch where his bum goes. <laughs> I hope to God somebody just tuned in right at that very moment. <laughs> I really do. I really do. Like that's like that's a dream right there. There's a lot of dreams that I have. There's a lot of dreams that I've had that have yeah. come true where I fulfilled those dreams. A dream that I didn't even know that I had that I just hope to God came true <laughs> was one individual, one individual yeah. out of the millions, one individual yeah. who just popped over to this show at the moment Maury said he doesn't want my feet to touch where his bum goes. <laughs> That's my dream. I hope to God that happened. And and I'm not going to provide any context moving forward. Because if that's all you heard, that's all you heard. Yeah, and also, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. DJ Khaled has another one. Did you hear about this? Um, he's got a chicken wing startup. That's the dream, huh? Mm-hmm. Listen to this. More than 150 kitchens in five countries on three continents and plans to offer boatside jet ski delivery where available. Jet ski delivery. This is the most Khaled thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, he partnered <laughs> with um, one of those ghost kitchens, mm -hmm. right? It's, which is delivery only. It's not a, a restaurant that you can go and sit down in. Mm -hmm. um, called Reef Technology. And we'll offer service in the U.S., the U.K., Canada, France, and the UAE. So for North America... What's this place called? Uh, what was it called again? Did I not say the name of it? He does in the clip. Oh, well, here's the commercial. I just don't Did I not say? The world is always acting like you need to wait for a special occasion to treat yourself. What if we just live the good life every day? Bless up, this is DJ Cavan, and I got two words for you. Another wing. I'm about to launch something big. You know how we do. Another wing. The world's first concept to launch on three continents at the same time. Taking New York, LA, Dubai, London, every major city in the US and Canada. It's the future. Truffalo, spicy buffalo, Nashville hot, honey sriracha, teriyaki, lemon pepper. It's called incredible. Order another wing and another and another from your favorite delivery platform. So there you go. It's called another wing. There's a, it's a really wild business just from a business point of view because there's a wing shortage. Is there really? I yeah. didn't even know what's that. The, what's the big wing place in the States that everybody... Wingstop? No. Is it Wingstop? That's the one, I believe Rick Ross owns Wingstop, right? Is it Wingstop? Ross owns that, Wingstop. Wingstop had to um, introduce uh, thighs. What? Yeah, Thigh, yeah. Thigh stop? Thigh stop, yeah. Yeah, where they cut them. So they were like sort of smaller thighs cut in half, uh -huh. prepared, fried, everything else the same way oh, as, wow. the, as the wings were. But they basically did like thigh bites because there was a wing shortage. So they had to supplement their wing orders by introducing, by introducing thighs. Um, so in Canada right now. Yeah, tell me. Where? Another wing through the Ghost Kitchen Reef Technology will be available only in Toronto and Vancouver. Okay. Right now. Okay. So you get bone-in, 
and boneless chicken wings. That's not a thing. There's no such thing as a boneless chicken wing. It's called a chicken finger. There you go. Um, and then if you couldn't hear exactly what Khaled was saying in that clip, the flavor options include <laughs> un, 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 unbelievable buffalo. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> Don't quit Nashville hot. Okay. You loyal lemon pepper. You loyal lemon pepper. Yeah. Honey, honey, hot honey sriracha. <laughs> it's actually on the menu. And they don't want you to win truffalo. What's truffalo? Truffle buffalo. But what's like, is there truffle oil in it? I guess. I don't oh, know. Who wants that? Um, there's also suffering from success sesame teriyaki. Oh, shut up. Yep. <laughs> Mogul bourbon barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's got sides. You want to know some of the fiexins? The yeah, sides? please. Uh, winning waffle fries, jalapeno cheese fries, uh, truffle parm fries, and I'm on one onion rings. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he just came up with a bunch of wacky names and was like, well, hell, now we got to build a business. Yeah, totally, totally. And then there's the dipping sauces. Oh, here we go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Baby, you smart. Blue cheese. Okay. Holla at me, honey Dijon. Okay. I ain't regular ranch. Yeah. And major cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll try him out. I'll uh, try him out. And then his dessert. Oh, my God. So we got all these incredible names. Wow. Right? Yeah, All yeah, these yeah. gimmicky names yeah, yeah, yeah. for DJ Khaled's flavors of wings for his... Uh, Another wing, ghost kitchen delivery. Yeah. You get to the dessert. Chocolate chip cookies. Oh, really, huh? That's it. You can come up with like that's, a name for that's it. That's it? Just no? <laughs> <laughs> that must have been like a last minute addition. Yeah, just throw a cookie there. That's like, uh, who else does that? Who else? Subway does that. Yeah. Right? Cookies. Cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Sabrina, how are you? It's Roz and Mocha. Good, how are you? Good. Are you a little less stressed right now with us on the phone than you are in your life? No. No. Um, well, no. What's going on? What's, what's the cause of your stress? I basically just want the wedding that I want. I don't want the wedding my family wants. So you wrote us this. Uh, hey, Razamoka fixed my life. I'm 26 years old and newly engaged. Hey, Congratulations on that. Nice. My fiance and I want to wait to be, can't wait to be married and would love to get married this upcoming June in an intimate ceremony with an immediate family. But I have a very large family and my, my fiance's parents have a ton of friends. Basically, both sides have huge lists of people they want to invite and involve. Because of this, the price tag keeps going up and it's just getting more and more stressful. How can I say no? to the wedding our families want and say yes to the one we want hmm. uh, who's paying for it um so right now it's looking like my parents will put the bill of an engagement party no okay. no no but who's paying for the actual wedding you guys are we are yeah, yeah. you yeah. and your fiance yeah in my opinion if it's you and your fiance who are paying for the entire wedding then the two of you have a say in the entire event. Yes. Um, you have a say. You you're the only one that has a say mm -hmm. when it yeah. comes when it comes right down to it. Regardless who, of who's paying, if if yeah. your if your parents and your in laws' parents are paying for the entire thing, you still get the wedding you want, not the one they want. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that things just sort of spiral out of control. And oftentimes weddings are a really showy off moment for parents to show people how great they are as opposed yeah. to how great you are. Right. This is a this is this is a showy offy moment for the parents as opposed to a beautiful wedding for their kids. Right. Um, and you can't allow it to get to that point. And I think that when it comes to weddings, involving your family in certain things is cool, right? They want to be involved. They want to feel like they have a say. They want to feel like they're part of your big day. But I think that when it comes to involving your, uh, your, your, your family and your parents in the wedding, they can be involved. They just can't be involved in the big things. I agree with that. And I've mentioned that. And what do they say? They say basically, yeah, you can have your wedding, but we want our friends there. No, no, no but that's the thing, no, though. No. Are you are that? Oh, no, okay. So let me tell you something, Sabrina. I'm not really the exact same because I have I come from a massive, massive family, right? My wife mm-hmm. Jenna, very small family. At our wedding, we had 99 people. Jenna had mm-hmm. one table with her people. The rest of the wedding were my people. Wow. And even with that, they were only friends and family who really know us as a couple where we've all like hung out together. Like there was nobody at mm. our wedding that I was introducing Jenna to for the very first time. Right. Everyone right. in the room had been a part of our relationship, which is why we felt it was important to share that day with them for them to share that day with us right so i think you guys are the ones that are calling the shots i think it's very selfish of your parents to say well i want to invite this aunt this uncle this friend this person from work whoever 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 because then it becomes more about them and way less about you and this day that you're sharing with your soon-to-be husband i completely agree with that um it's just finding the right way to say that without upsetting anyone if your parents okay if if your parents get upset because you're fighting for the wedding that you want that is when we get this a lot of times on this show parents are masters at manipulation and guilt tripping Mm -hmm. and you have to notice it when it's happening and that's what's happening to you right now in no world in no world should your parents who should be over the moon happy for you Uh, In no world should they make you feel guilty about having the wedding that you want to have. It's manipulation and it's wrong. I completely agree with that. Okay. And so... How does your fiancé feel about all this? Um, He's on my side for it. And, like, I love my in-laws and he loves my parents. But it's just we don't want to step on anyone's toes. We don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. It's both of our first weddings. I mean, last ideally. <laughs> why don't you say? Th- why don't Why don't you say this? Why don't you say this? Because here is uh, engagement parties are dumb. Mm-hmm. So wow. what? What you, they are? Engagement parties are dumb. You came to mind though. <laughs> did I? Yes. Yeah. You I and did. Catherine. Yeah, they're dumb. They're dumb. I, I know, but no. I, but I love you. No, but I love you. No. No. Okay. 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 Let me. Let me just say. Let me just say this. Okay. Let me. Let me just say this. Not that your party was dumb, but let me. Let me just say. Let me just say you this. Okay. Like you already said okay. It. I don't know. Why don't you? Why don't you pitch this? Because to me, this is what makes more sense. Okay. You guys have the small, beautiful wedding that you want to have. 
Mm-hmm. Tell your parents who are willing to pay for the engagement party, okay? Say, instead of the engagement party, we're going to have the wedding that we want to have. That is like foot down, lick it, stick it, stamp it, no questions asked. Don't want to hear any more about it. Instead mm-hmm. of the engagement party, after we get back from the honeymoon, you throw us the reception that you wanted at our wedding. Oh, that's a, that's a smart That play. sounds like a good compromise. Yes. And then they can invite all the aunts and uncles and cousins and friends from work and whoever. And you have no stress. Oh, I like that. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I would say. I didn't mean to call your engagement party dumb. Too late. Okay. But they are dumb, though. Yo, words hurt, man. Words hurt. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Sabrina, does that help? Yes, that is absolutely everything I needed to hear this morning, actually. Perfect. Certain things in this Thank conversation so I didn't need to hear, but you know. did I have fun though? Did I have fun? <laughs> you look like you had fun. Yeah. Where, where was it? I don't even remember it. We took pictures and everything. No, we didn't. You're trolling me right now, dog. You're trolling me right now. <laughs> I'm gonna send you pictures later. No, I don't want to see that. I don't need to send a picture. Okay, like that. Smiling, having a good time. No, I'm just no. I'm just things that I don't. There's things that I don't remember. Okay, <laughs> and honestly, that's one of them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember your wedding. Uh, I do. I. I'm, I, I uh, there's a part of me right now that still thinks you're trolling me about that. I went to an engagement party. No, for you. you really, I did, really huh? did. Yeah, you interesting. Did. You did. Interesting. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. I know you're not a big dessert guy, Roz. Not at all. Pass on it uh, any chance I get. I'm a big dessert guy. I know Tim Mori's a big dessert guy. Shem is is tricky because Shem. There's certain things you like, but then there's a lot, like, shockingly, that you don't. Yeah. Do you like chocolate? Love chocolate. Oh, okay. Hate Nutella, but chocolate's two different things. Yeah, to some they aren't. Um, Those people are wrong. And then some, like, candies you don't like. Yeah, like, fuzzy peaches are disgusting. Oh, one of my favorites. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but, so, U.S. Thanksgiving is next week. Correct. And Hershey released a Reese's Thanksgiving pie limited edition where they only made 3000 of them it's 3.25 pounds of solid peanut butter and chocolate is it just a giant hershey like a I'm reese's show you this picture like isn't it just a reese peanut butter cup yes it's the biggest that they've ever made so it looks like a pie cuz they already look like mini pies yeah. right 9 inches long 9 inches that's impressive Look at that. Yeah, it looks like a giant Reese peanut it's butter just cup. just a massive yeah. Reese peanut butter cup. Those things are gross. That look. First Reese of all, peanut butter cups are the I worst candy ever. love. What? Oh, <gasps> God. They're, they're gross. Shocking. They're gross. Um, I love that. That tastes Reese like peanut no butter peanut cups. butter that you've oh, ever had in your life. I know. It's, it tastes it's so just, good. It's, it's so delicious. No, it's like crystalline. No, it's awful. Take a guess. So remind How much is that going to cost? Yeah. How much? This is U.S., by the way. U.S. Okay. 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 So what is a pack? Like, what's a chocolate bar go for these days? Not even. I don't know. Like a couple bucks? About about two bucks. Two bucks? Yeah. Okay. Two, three bucks. Okay. Two, three bucks. Okay. And that thing is, that thing's how many pounds? Okay. Three Three pounds? Oh, my God. That's a lot. Solid peanut butter and chocolate. Yeah. Okay. Nine inches long. Okay. I'm going to say. How much are you paying for this chocolatey uh, nine inches? Uh, Realistically, based on the price you pay for the mini ones, it should be way more. But I can't see them selling that for that amount of money. So I'm going to go conservative and say 
uh, $24.99. Dan Mori, how much do you think? I was going to say 80 bucks. 80 bucks. Hmm. Shem, do you want to take uh, a guess? This is definitely $65.99. $65.99. $44.99. The actual retail price is $44.99. Yes. Oh, God, I love that. It's like we were yep. on the prices right. And in just That's a few expensive. And man. in just a few hours of going on sale, sold of out like immediately. Because they, they only made 3000 But what do you do with that? You cut it up, you eat it, uh, and then th- what? That thing would be gone so fast. But yeah. you can't. Okay, so like those mm. Reese peanut butter cups are this big for a reason, right? Because yeah. that's the serving you're supposed to have. Well, that's if the other thing. If you cut a pie sized wedge out of a nine inch pie of the same thing that's about an inch and a half to two inches thick, right? Yeah. You're looking at nine inches by two inches. Yes. Right? That is way more than what anybody should consume. Can you imagine the calorie count in that? Way more than yeah. what you should be consuming. I know, but you shouldn't think about that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that the trick, more? Don't think about yeah, it. Yeah, just don't think about it. <laughs> uh, now, do you put whipped cream and stuff on that, or you just go with solo? Oh, no, no, sorry, no, 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 okay. solo. Oh, yo, look at me. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, I didn't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, who puts so, whipped cream? 45 bucks. $45. Uh, Hershey uh, released their, their Reese Thanksgiving pie. To the states, yeah, three point two five pounds, peanut butter and chocolate, that's nine a, inches, that's a heavy pie, sold out, forty five bucks, a heavy pie. Is it one of the? Is it just the normal Reese's yeah, stuff looks, inside? It looks, it looks yeah. identical. They, the they haven't changed it. Stuffed with the Reese's nope, pieces. They haven't no. changed anything. Nothing. It's just a, a massive, yeah, Reese peanut butter cup. Oh, I, I'm so in. Yeah, same, same. Damn, so boy's in. invited to the table. Wow. Okay, he won't show. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. The uh, Taylor Swift fans, aka Swifties, are just going in on anyone and everyone that has ever had a relationship with Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And Taylor's re-recording of all these albums is not making it easy for people that Taylor Swift has dated in the past. Because right. these songs get brought up again, the old relationships get brought up again, the stories behind those relationships get brought up again. Mm-hmm. Um, so we all know Jake Gyllenhaal was the latest to get the uh, the brunt of everything from the Taylor Swift fans because of the song All Too Well. They which were, Taylor, They were tracking them all weekend. Yeah, which Taylor <laughs> uh, performed the full 10-minute version on SNL. Yeah. So she hasn't even re-recorded her album Speak Now from 2010 yet, mm-hmm. but people are already reaching out to John Mayer, who she dated, and there's a song on that album called Dear John, right. which is about him and their relationship, Sure, that people, Swifties, are reaching out to him already. Jesus. So one woman slid into John Mayer's DMs and said, and I quote, F yourself, you ugly bee. Oh, I hope you choke on something. And then she said, answer me, you B. Oh. John Mayer saw it and replied to he her. He did, huh? Good yeah. for him. He said, I've been getting so many messages like this, like these, the past couple of days. I'm not upset. I just tend to have a curious mind and feel compelled to ask, do you really hope that I die? <laughs> yeah. And then the Swifties. They buckled, right? They yeah, buckled. Right away. Sent yeah. him a video saying... So it was a fun thing people are doing without taking, uh, sorry, she said, um, it was a dare. I'm so sorry. I did not expect you to see it. A dare? Yeah, that's what she said. And then God. she, we can't get to that particular post because her videos are now private. Right. Of course they are. And then John replied to that and said, so it's a fun thing people are doing without taking into account that I might see it and be affected by it. 
And then this Swifty replied back yeah. and said, people are going to be 1,000 times meaner when the album is re-released. So take care of yourself. See, and this is my problem with this, is that Taylor Swift will do a ton of press for it. She's going to do all sorts of TV appearances, everything else, right? Taylor Swift and the other massive stars that have these ludicrous stands will never say anything to them. They will never address those people that write people horrific things like die. I hope you choke. Right. They will never address it. Taylor Swift won't address it. Beyonce will never address those fans. Ariana uh, Grande. Ariana Grande. John Mulaney. Anybody else who's got those like those rabid sort of fans I who... I if, if that's like direction from like their organization no, those are, their organization no those are their like they, they just they don't want to draw attention to it they live in a world where their fans don't wish death on people right their fans are their everything you're the reason i'm here all this stuff right yeah but the stand stan culture and we've said this a million times on this show stan culture is the worst thing to happen to culture in my lifetime it is out of it's it's wild it yeah, is wild the, the uh, and sorry not the fans the stars don't speak up artists don't do anything about it mm. they see it you don't think taylor swift saw that story oh yeah absolutely of she knows course she did yeah of course she did will she say anything i mean i hope she does At i'll be point? i'll be surprised and if i'm wrong i'll well, say she I'm hasn't wrong. said anything in the past she hasn't so why said anything she in the now, right? exactly so right now the swifties going in finding all the people that taylor swift has dated before and Targeting. However, Dion Warwick, I believe, did offer to pay the postage to uh, Jake Gyllenhaal to return Taylor's scarf. Oh, did she? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Adele Day is tomorrow. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, man. Hey, did she release a new song? She did. What did I hear last night? I think just at home. Oh, is that what? Is that where she was? Yeah. Oh, because I didn't listen to it. I was just looking at the chatter. Oh, what what did you see? People. Were I saying? just like that. There was just like a new Adele song. Yeah. So she's just sitting on her couch and just playing the song, I guess, at home. What do you mean? Like singing it or just playing no, it? No, no, just playing it. Like on listening what? to it. I don't know. Stereo? Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's not like she released it, released it as this is the how it's going to sound when we get she's it on. She's just sitting around. Adele's just sitting around Adele's house listening to Adele? Yeah. Getting into her Adele feelings. Love that. Song, by the way, is called To Be Loved. What's Adele doing while this is playing? She's like staring at the camera? Or she's singing no, along? I think she's just like melting the words, like singing along. Yeah. Oh. Hey, did you see that video of uh, Oprah at the Adele show the other night? Mm-mm. Where Oprah was trying to sing along to Hello, but she didn't know the words, and the camera was like right on her, and oh, Oprah's like no. singing the wrong words? Yeah, yeah it's you know, awesome. You can't do that, Oprah. <laughs> you can't do that. If you're a regular civilian, sure. This is pretty. Yeah. Yo, I'm telling you, man, people are going to be all up in their feelings. Like, I know tomorrow's Adele Day, the new album 30 drops. But I'm going to tell you right now, like all around the world, it's going to be the saddest day. People are going to be really in tune with what's on the inside. 
and looking back at relationships, maybe even looking at the relationship that they're in right now, all thanks to the words provided by Adele. I'll listen to this right here. She's got such a good voice, man. Like, I could listen to this, and then you could literally take me to the funnest place on earth, and I would still be miserable. Like, like, <laughs> I, like, I like, I could be, anyway, yeah, I, I could, I could be at Dave and Buster's, and if this came on, I would start crying. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see that. Would you like to go to Dave and Buster's no, with me? No, I don't. I really don't. No. <laughs> Nor do I want to be seen crying in a Dave and Buster's. <laughs> Trying to get so many tickets on ski ball. It's not a good look. (laughs) You didn't get enough tickets. Shush. Why is your friend crying, sir? She just straight up played the whole thing, huh? Yeah, big time. It's like over six minutes long. By the way, this is new music from Adele. It's called To Be Loved. That she dropped on social media yesterday. In anticipation of the album 30 coming out tomorrow. Anyway. Wow. You feel like crying yet? Wow, I mean, like, I'm looking forward to the album, but I'm really not also. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's going to ruin your weekend. Well, no, I'm not going to listen to it on the weekend. Oh. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> this is a Friday only. No, this is a Monday only. Oh. <laughs> Think I'm ruining a Friday? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So tomorrow is the release of the King Richard movie starring Will Smith. He plays the father of Serena and Venus Williams. Shows the early life, the early relationship uh, of them getting into tennis. Mm-hmm. Um, let me read this to you. There's another reason why people uh, love Will Smith. Allegedly, Will Smith wrote personal checks to a bunch of his co-stars after Warner Brothers decided to move the movie from theatrical-only release to also include streaming services. Where does it drop on streaming? HBO Max. I got you. Hollywood Reporter writes this. Will Smith got a $40 million payday for his role. And then also gave co-stars bonuses on top of what they were making already for the movie. A source described the payments as a nice bonus given by Smith on top of what they already received from the studio's compensation for the pivot to have the release in theaters and on HBO Max. Um, Co-stars include... The actresses that played Venus and Serena Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Bernthal, who we're going to hear from in a second. Scandal's Tony Goldwyn mm-hmm. as well. Smith told the entire cast that he was, quote, going to make this right. Another actress on the movie, Layla Crawford, said this, quote, He gave us all Polaroid cameras and different treats all the time. He's such a generous and sweet person. He also gave us all iPhone 12 Pro's. Sorry, iPhone 12 Pro Max oh, excuse phones me. as gifts. Um, and he gave them all out uh, gift wrap. So she said, uh, we ripped them all open and everyone started crying. I literally cried my eyes out. It was the best gift ever. Wow, jeez. Give I guess we're making $40 million. This movie's incredible, by the way. Yeah? You're not like, just saying that because you always no, say that? I I'm don't not... even believe you when you say a movie's good anymore. 
No, but here's here's how I gauge this. Like, yeah. I went to see the screening. It was in the middle of the afternoon. I was exhausted. Yeah. I stayed awake the whole time. Yeah. Uh, David Mori talked amazing. to uh, John Bernthal, who you remember him from The Walking Dead. He's the Punisher in the latest oh, version. Oh, that guy. Of the Punisher. Yeah, he played, yeah, yeah. If you watch The uh, Many Saints of Newark, he played Johnny Soprano. Gotcha, 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 uh, gotcha. In the movie. So David Mori talked nice to him. Is he nice in the movie? Or is he in bad this movie? in the movie? Yeah. He's the coach. He's amazing. Really, huh? Because this um, guy like gives me vibes. You know what I'm saying? So that story that I told you all about Will Smith and his yeah. generosity, this yeah. gets brought up uh, in the interview here. John, dude, it is an honor to meet you. How are you, man? Thank you. I really appreciate you having me. I got to say, this movie, um, I have not been this moved in such a long time. Your performance, Will's performance, this movie was unbelievable. Congratulations. Thank you, man. I'm really, I'm really proud and grateful to be a part of it. Now, you were fantastic in this movie, but can we not all agree Will Smith in this movie? I, I would argue that this might be one of his best performances ever. Yeah, look, it's it's uh, it's staggering what he did and an honor to have you know, been on set with him. You know, uh, uh, you know, his commitment was uh, unrivaled. Um, look, I, I, honestly, you know, there's uh, you know, the thing about Will and, and, and what he did here is, you know, we we see this sort of beautiful, unbelievably committed and, and, and nuanced performance with so much heart and um, electricity. And there's no denying that. But I think the thing that the audience aren't going to see um, is is how generous he is and how supportive he is of everyone else. And, and I think the reason why this movie is is um, sort of so uh, fully realized and and, and, and honest is because he really sort of created an environment with his just spirit, his spirit of generosity, where he sort of welcomed, he created an environment where everybody could be their best and everybody could try things and everybody could be themselves. And this environment where it was playful and gleeful and joyous. And it's a real testament to, to the kind of artist he is. Hmm. Everyone's got love for Will Smith. The new wow. movie is called King Richard. It is out tomorrow starring Will Smith and the man you just heard from, uh, John Berthal. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hello? Mocha, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, man. I, I was wondering, you know when uh, Roz said, let's do the news? His voice is changing a little bit. It's getting really high at the end. It's like his pants are on too tight. <laughs> wow. Bro, are you at work right now? You got the guys in the background <laughs> laughing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, is it? Do you guys all talk about this kind of stuff? We actually, I call you guys quite a bit. That uh, I have a joke with my customers. They always listen to you guys, and and they go, well, "What do you always call them?" I go, "Well, it's like you guys make me laugh in the morning, and I want to be part of that uh, that laughter, right?" So I always throw some stupid comments in there. So that's it. Yeah. Uh, customers, where do you work, or what business do you? Uh, I have a hair salon down down in the beach area. Oh, mm -hmm. nice. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and no, uh, no, if my pants are not too tight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's do this, Mocha. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. Oh man, you gotta ask. Like, 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 like you didn't even ask permission to do that. There was no, no there was no I, consent. I, but, I, but I've done it before. You guys, you guys have actually left me let, let me do it. Yeah, oh, that's flawless. I liked it. It anyway, was not. I gotta go. I got a customer. Oh, later. you have to go. Oh, sorry. Sorry for taking up so much of your time. Apologies, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, Shaq claims that he turned down the role that Michael Clark Duncan um, eventually went on to play in Green Mile. Listen to this. Oh yeah. Yeah. Green Mile. That was my role in Green Mile. I turned it down. They wanted to play the. The down south African-American guy during slavery. 
You know what I mean? I didn't want to play play that role. But the guy who played it did a wonderful job. He's no longer with us. He's, he passed away. Michael Clark Duncan did an excellent job. So I think I made the right decision because he, he did way better than I, I, I could have done. But I got offered that role. Two things. Well, that, yeah. Number one, whenever Shaq speaks, he always sounds like he's about to fall asleep. I think Shaq is always about to fall asleep. Right. I think you're like correct about that. Number two. Yeah. Confession. Yeah. Never seen the Green Mile. Never seen Green Mile. Mm-mm. Well, let me clarify a few things. Uh, Green Mile does not take place during slavery. Okay. Green Mile takes place in, I think, like the 30s or something like that. Okay. Right? Like Depression era. Um, and uh, Michael Clark Duncan, I know Shaq was like, he did a wonderful job. Michael Clark Duncan was nominated for an Academy Award for that role. Mm-hmm. Like, my, Michael Clark Duncan didn't just do a fantastic job. Like, Michael Clark Duncan crushed that. And Tom Hanks is in that movie. Tom Hanks is in that movie. Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't. And, 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 I love and, Tom Hanks. I don't know how I've never watched ab- that movie. Absolutely. But, and I, and I know sometimes actors get offered things where they're like, ah, you know what? It seems a little too on the nose, or do I really want to go down that road? And, you know, maybe his people said they want you to play like a an uneducated, you know, giant black inmate during slavery. And Shaq was like, oh, God, I don't want to do that. There's already enough of that. Um, but I, I think that he got bum information, mm-hmm. you know, like his people should have led with. Do you want to co-star with Tom Hanks? And it's ironic with that movie. Yes, Tom Hanks is the big name. But Michael Clark Duncan is the legend. Was yeah. The star yeah, of that movie. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. That was that was Michael Clark Duncan's movie. You know, it's possible that Shaq didn't think that he could um, do any better than the movie that he did three years prior, which was uh, Kazam. Kazam. No, Shazam. Was it no, Shazam? No, Kazam. Oh, Kazam. Kazam. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I remember I took my sisters to the theater to watch you that took movie. You, well, that's like abuse. No, like, they wanted no? to see it. Right. And I was like, all right, yeah. Wow. Yo, we'll go see Shaq Jeez. as a genie. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Paris Hilton is a married woman. There you go. Uh, walked down the aisle in an Oscar de la Renta wedding gown, tied the knot to her entrepreneur, now husband, Carter Reum. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star studded uh, uh, wedding. Was this, yesterday? Yeah, at her. On a uh, Wednesday? I know, at her late grandfather's Bel Air estate. Well, you know, because COVID, right? People, it's a hard time. It's hard for people to book venues. <laughs> <But> I, <laughs> oh, sorry, Paris, we're fully booked. Yeah, it was at her, uh, her grandfather's. But my name is on the building of this hotel <laughs> yeah. and banquet hall. It was at her grandfather's house. House. Um, <laughs> some, of the a- house. some of the A-list uh, guests include uh, Emma Roberts, Ashley Benson, uh, BB Rexa was there. And uh, just before they got married, um, Paris and her, I guess, then uh, fiance, uh, Carter, were driving back home and just sort of discussing how things were going to go down during the wedding. Just thinking about that first kiss and that first hug. And as we always say, the electric bolts that are going to shoot between us. I'm going to think about all those memories going back to the first time you kissed me at Thanksgiving. I just love you so, so, so much. I love you so much. Speaking of the kiss, we really need to practice that right now when we get home because I'm going to have lip gloss on (laughs) and I just don't want it like getting everywhere and like then you're going to have lip gloss on and then it's going to ruin my makeup. So I feel like we should just, instead of doing like the one when I kissed you for the first time, which was like... You know, like a French kiss. We should just do it like really, like a little peck. Or, or what do you think? You, you first, you want a bigger no, kiss? No, first you have to go home and finish writing your vows. <laughs> yes. Oh no! And then we will practice the kiss. I am happy to practice the kiss with you all night, but I definitely need a good deep French kiss for our first. Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy. Yeah, right. So do I, I really do. You know. 
at first I was like, oh God, this clip. Right? Yeah. Because I figured it's just like they're doing it for social. Yeah. But this is, I feel like a real conversation that they would have had anyway. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Before, without recording. I like, like this. This is their dude. relationship. And there's that one moment right at the beginning when Paris starts talking where she sounds like Paris, the character, right? Yeah. When she, she says something and then immediately she sounds like a different person yeah. when she just Thinking becomes. about that first kiss and that first hug. And as we always say, Listen. the electric bolts that are going to shoot between us. I'm going to think about all those memories going back to the first time you kissed me at Thanksgiving. I just love you so, so, so much. I love you so much. Speaking of the kiss, we really need <laughs> yeah, to practice that right now yeah. get home because I'm going to have lip gloss on. <laughs> yeah, so yeah right? Yeah. Anyway, congratulations. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the new movie, uh, King Richard, starring Will Smith. Uh, this is a story of uh, Richard Williams, father of uh, Serena and Venus Williams. Damn it, Maury. What's that? I saw it. How was it? It was one of the best movies I've ever seen. I actually mean that this time. <laughs> it means oh. nothing now, though. That's I the know, problem. That's why I, I, I added the little prefaces know, at the end. I know, but that's the problem is that th- those words mean nothing anymore coming from you because every movie you see, you say to what the, if I to the it star is the best movie you've ever seen. What if no, I word it differently? What makes it so great, though? Tell, let's be real here. True story. Yeah. Tons of emotion. Yeah. And like... What did you learn? Family. No. Oh, Jesus. So nothing. Okay. Like the importance of family and, and the importance of a father that cares. Okay. Uh, no disrespect for you to that, Frank. Yeah, I know. I finally wow. learned the importance of a father who cares. <laughs> Damn. Wow. What time should you? That better not be listening right now, man. That's going to ruin his weekend. Yo. Right? Uh, your I've, dad did a lot. Single dad when you since you were what two, three no, years but old? I meant like not like him, I just in general. Wow. You said I finally learned the importance of a dad who cares. Yeah. Quote unquote. <laughs> Put yo. that on the poster. Frank, Jeez. man, yo. Frank, that's coming from like we love you, Frank. Yeah, man. But that hurts. Yeah, we do. We love you. You can't say that, man. Uh, anyway, uh, Beyonce's got a new song for uh, uh, King Richard. Is it called I Love You, Daddy? <laughs> it's at the My end of the movie. The, the credits are rolling. It's called Be Alive. It feels so good to be alive. Crazy, this beat that she's using. Yeah. I think it's a David Bowie sample. Maybe, or Queen. But back in 2001, mm-hmm. Beyonce's husband, Jay Z, used the same production, the same beat, in a diss record that he made against Nas. Really? Called The Takeover. Yeah. What's the original track? What is it, Shem? You know what it is? Look it up. Is it David Bowie? Because there's parts of it that sound like, um, there's one part that sounds like uh, a Prince song, too. Was it Either was the name of it? By. Is it this song by 
Oh, no, that's the other way around. Uh, Takeover is the one for that Jay-Z did about Nas. Yeah. What's the sample, though? That's what he's asking. I swear you guys asked what the song was. No. Nope, because no. I already said it. <laughs> he already said it. Listening. <laughs> Listening. I like the song, though. Yeah, it's real nice. Fame. It samples fame from David Bowie. Yeah. There you go. Fame. David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's good. I like it. That's good. Um, so that's a new uh, Will Smith movie. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, what is it, day today? Not uh, Disney something or other today? Oh, Disney Plus Day. Disney Plus Day. So yeah. a lot of new stuff. The new um, uh, Home Alone movie dropped. Mm-hmm. and New episodes of The World According to Jeff Goldblum. And then. The Olaf uh, shorts right. are there. And then over the, on Netflix, Red Notice with The Rock. And then on Apple TV Plus, it is the premiere of uh, The Shrink, Shrink Next, Next Door. Door. Oh, my God, Will I can't Ferrell wait. And, uh, I'm Paul so excited Ryan. for that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the nine-year-old boy who uh, suffered massive injuries at that Travis Scott show passed away yesterday in um, a Houston hospital. Uh, Ezra Blount was in a medically induced coma shortly after receiving uh, the injury to his heart, lungs, and brain after being trampled at the Travis Scott show. Um, they, uh, I believe the... Was the mayor that had said uh, our city tonight prays for him, uh, his mom, his dad, his grandparents, and other family members uh, and classmates at this time. They will need all of our support in the months and years to oh, come. So sad. Um, I've noticed on um, on both Drake and Travis Scott, both of their IG, I, obviously for Travis Scott, but yeah. uh, more so Drake as well. It's more noticeable that neither of them have posted anything on ig like yeah. in feed or stories yeah yeah um well, and usually drake is like every couple of days so yeah stories, uh, there's, stuff, right? there's 108 lawsuits i think is the is the total so far uh oh, with man. definitely with definitely more to more to come drake is named in a, in a bunch of them over 100 of them but the, what they do is they gather everybody mm-hmm. right so you you name everybody involved in a lawsuit and then during the process you sort of uh dismiss those who would not be culpable so drake will be involved whether drake's involved in them moving forward in in any sort of courtroom or Mm. settlement uh i don't know how involved he will be they would have to they would have to show that drake knew um what was going on in the crowd before he came out right right which i don't i don't know and then travis scott's team i saw something over the weekend man uh where they are like grasping There was somebody over the weekend when they were asked why Travis Scott didn't stop the show. And they're now going with the fact that they're saying that Travis Scott doesn't have the authority to stop the show. Oh, please. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. That it's only the promoters or the stage production company has the authority to stop the show. And they were saying that the artist doesn't have the authority to stop the show. Uh, control, bro. Yeah. So SZA, who was on uh, stage at Astroworld before Travis Scott and uh, and Drake took the stage, uh, was in Salt Lake City uh, over the weekend, and a fan passed out at SZA's show. Oh no. Yeah. And so this is what uh, what SZA had said to the crowd. It's really it's kind of hard to hear, um, but SZA makes reference to how people pass out, but now people are dying at shows. Listen to this. <laughs> Shaping and changing the way 
So that was when uh, she stopped the show because a fan had passed out and then they got medical attention and everything else. I think everything was okay. Uh, but yeah, but what SZA was saying is that, you know, people pass out at shows all the time, but people don't die at shows all the time. And so yeah. this is now what we have to do. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It is, uh, it's not looking good it's for so sad, Travis man. Scott. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. That big Adele special went down last night, two hours. Uh, big interview with Oprah and that concert at the uh, Griffith Observatory, which was beautiful. Yeah. It was like an invite only. All the stars were there, and I guess they got a plus one. It was awesome. Uh, but one part of the interview that uh, is making headlines is, of course, this is one. This is the first time Adele has performed in six years. Wow. Uh, but also, since the last time Adele hit the stage, she looks very different. She lost almost 100 pounds, according to the interview uh, with Oprah. And so much has been made uh, about her weight loss. And there was also an incredible negative response uh, to Adele's um, weight loss, uh, both from people who made too big of a deal of it and then other people who uh, we're accusing Adele of bending to society's whatever and not celebrating her previous size and all of this stuff. There was a lot of negativity that went uh, that went along with it. Uh, this is Adele um, talking to Oprah about her uh, her weight loss. Lots of people are talking about your weight yeah. and all in your business about it. Yeah. I want to know what has the experience of losing this been like for you and also people's reaction to it. I'm not shocked or even phased by it because my body has been objectified my entire career. Mm. I'm either too big, I'm either too small, like, you know, I'm either hot or I'm either not, like, whatever. I never looked up to anyone because of their body. You know, I never admired anyone because they had the same hair colour as me or the same style as me or, you know, whatever. So or were the same weight as you? Never. Never, ever, ever. And when you were heavier, you were fine. I was, and I was body positive then, and I'm body positive now. But it's not my job to validate how people feel about their bodies. Ooh. And I feel bad that, you know, it's made anyone feel horrible about themselves. But I, that's not my job. And I, I can't, I'm trying to sort my own life out. Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh huh. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll talk about the piece. A couple got engaged during the show and I don't know like how, like, I don't even know like how you find, like, how do you become that couple to get a, engaged at a show that nobody knew was even happening? Like, obviously yeah. it's like, like, like did they make, news? Did, I don't did know. someone like DM maybe, maybe say next time, like there's a, a show, I guess. Right? I don't know. Like that's like, kind of like the only way. That I think that something like that would happen is right. They reached out. Right. How did you do it, Maury? You, like quickly. Oh, it took me forever. It I, took I, you forever because Maury got engaged. If you haven't heard the story, I'm uh, happy Maury, to tell you how, all about it. I don't. We need to hear all about it. But uh, Maury got engaged uh, on stage with Mariah Carey. You did so. I how did? Yeah. How did you? About who, who did you contact? I went through one person. They said no. Yeah. I didn't take no for an answer. Then I went to like her hairdresser, her manager, her hairdresser, whatever it takes. Yeah. I mean. People's hairdressers. And are how very long close did it? How them. long did it take, though? A roughly year. a year. Wow. to plan that. And I'm not wow. kidding. Uh, so the couple on stage uh, with Adele. So they brought the the guy brought the his uh, now fiance out, and she had a blindfold on, and she takes a blindfold off, and everything oh, and is, headphones on and too. headphones, yeah. yeah, and everything is super dark. But she starts looking around and immediately starts freaking out, and he's trying to calm her down. And then after the proposal, like the lights go on, and Adele walks out. Listen to this. Also, I love a surprise. Also, love dress up. Right, so she blindfolded her, a bit kinky, but you know. And he's given her noise-cancelling headphones so that she can't hear 
what we've been doing up here this concert tonight. And even though they're in the area, she has absolutely no idea where she is or where she's going. So, I need every single person to be really bloody quiet, all right? <laughs> Let's turn the lights down. If you, if, if you make a noise, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yes, Adele. What are we doing? Quentin. All right, listen. Okay. <laughs> and take the blindfold off, okay? When you squeeze my hand? Yes. Am I on grass? <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> Wait. Take it off. Take it off. Oh, my God. Babe, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Freaking look at me. out. Freaking yeah. out. Oh, my God. Look at me. Listen. <laughs> First of what all. What are you doing? Listen. Listen. I want to say thank you, okay? What are you doing? I want to thank you for being so patient with me. Oh, Listen, thank you for being patient with me. Um, <laughs> You're crazy, man. I am extremely proud of you, and I mean, every day, you blow my mind. Oh, my God. There's absolutely nothing that you cannot do. And I just know that you're going to be an amazing mother to our kids one day. <laughs> Aw, so sweet. And um, He's already down on one knee oh, at this yeah. point, too. And I love you. <laughs> I love you, I love you, I love you, and I will continue to love you forever. <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> this is real. This is real. It's like, who are all these people? I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Ashley. Thank God you didn't let me eat. I would have thrown up. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. This has been a long time coming. Oh my God, I've been your girlfriend for so long. Little baby. <laughs> that was the best part. Oh my God. Will, okay. Oh my God. Will you oh, marry God. me, little Ashley? Oh, in real life. In real life. In real life. Yeah. Yes? Comes out and she performed. <laughs> <laughs> I've been your girlfriend a really long time. <laughs> My God, so good. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, how long does it take for Elon Musk to make your salary? So they've created a calculator mm-hmm. that you can go online and punch your salary into the uh, Elon Musk calculator, and it'll tell you exactly how long it takes Elon Musk to make your uh, your salary. So they say that the average U.S. salary in uh, in the states is fifty one thousand four hundred eighty dollars. When you plug that into the Elon Musk calculator, you learn that Elon Musk makes your salary in two minutes and fifteen seconds. Yikes! All right. <laughs> Hold on, I have the calculator here. Give me a... Let's say you make $100,000 a year. $100,000. Four minutes and 23 seconds. Let's say you make... Uh, let's say you make half a mil. Half a mil. That's like a... That's a lot of money. Half a million dollars. Elon Musk makes half a million dollars in 21 minutes and 54 seconds. Wow. 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 And on that uh, calculator, they also have like a ticker of how much money Elon Musk makes like per second. Like it's a constant, constant ticker, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, this is nuts. (laughs) Anyway, if you want to have a terrible day, uh, go on the Elon Musk calculator and find out how long it takes Elon. Oh, hold on a second. uh, To make your salary. 
And also get when you go on the uh, the calculator, yeah. at, when you scroll down to the bottom before you can plug in like any type of uh, any dollar amount. Yeah. It says here, uh, since you've landed on this page, how many ever seconds or minutes ago? It tells you <laughs> right. how much money Elon Musk has made. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's a there's in like an time. actual. Oh, oh, my God. And just the time it took you to like search through the page, it tells you how much money Elon Musk has made. That's not cool, man. That's a day ruiner right there. I've ever seen a day ruiner. Great. Right. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. The Paris Hilton, um, her wedding was Thursday night. Um, Again? Yeah. No, like, like, on yeah, no, no, this past Thursday. And uh, we're oh. learning who some of the um, big guests were at, uh, at her wedding. Kim Kardashian was there. Emma Roberts was there. Jaden Smith was there. Uh, Nicole and Sophia Ritchie. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Who else was there? Uh, Emma Roberts oh, was that's there. Hot. That's hot. Billy Idol was there. That's hot. Kate Beckinsale hot. was there. Paula Abdul oh, was there. That's hot. That's Lance hot. Bass, BB Rexa. That's hot. Kyle and Kim Richards. That's hot. That's hot. Demi Lovato. That's hot. <laughs> Macy Gray. Hot. Macy Gray. I haven't seen Macy Gray in a very long time. Uh, and uh, Megan Trainer. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Mel Gibson, it's looking like he is going to uh, direct Lethal Weapon 5. It's been a long time since there was a Lethal Weapon movie. Um, five? Five. So Richard Donner was the uh, sort of creator, director, and writer of all the Lethal Weapon movies, and he passed away. And he jokingly or half-jokingly said to uh, Mel Gibson one time, listen, if I die, you're going to do this one. And Mel Gibson just sort of laughed. Uh, but then he did pass away. So Mel Gibson was doing an interview over the weekend and said that um, he is going to be finishing off the movie and uh, finishing off the script and directing it. Hmm. Uh, no word yet on whether Danny Glover is going to come back as well, he retire? Uh, Roger Murtaugh. You know, I know all about the movies. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen a single one. You've never one. seen a Lethal Weapon movie? No. I know that um, um, Danny Glover, yes. I think like, in, was it in all of them? He was like a day away from retirement? Yeah, he was always like about to retire. Yeah. I'm too old for this. Yeah, and then like right? the, some, yeah. bust up some like crime syndicate? Yeah. yeah. Classic. Yeah, cl- they are classics. And the problem is, um, it, listen, I don't know if Danny Glover uh, is going to work with um, uh, Mel Gibson. I don't know. I don't. Mm. I don't know what the sort of temperature is on Mel Gibson currently in Hollywood. I don't know. He still does movies. They seem to go sure. like straight to whatever. But the problem is, is that Mel Gibson just makes his own movies, right? Like yeah. he doesn't need studios to do movies. He'll just make his movie and release it however he wants to release it. And I, you know, it's not. It's not cool to sort of like pump Mel Gibson's tires at all. But I'll tell you two things. One, I love the Lethal Weapon movies, mm-hmm. right? I really do. And also, Mel Gibson is a really good director. Say whatever you want about Mel Gibson. You can say a lot about Mel Gibson. All of it true. Uh, but Mel Gibson is a really, really good director. Now, do you think it would be a Lethal Weapon starring Mel Gibson? Yes. Or will it be Mel Gibson directing a no, new he, take on... No, 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 no. It is going to be... He is coming this back. This is going to be number five. He is coming back as Martin Riggs. Okay. Like 100%, he is going to come back as Martin Riggs. Now, whether they bring Danny Glover back, who knows? Also, Joe Pesci as uh, Leo oh, Leo Getz. I would love to see Joe Pesci yeah, come yeah, back yeah. in this. I would dig that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. They did a poll, and they asked people... Um, what determines a good deed? 
And uh, first of oh, all, nine, 92% of people said that they feel happy when they do something nice for someone else. Uh, so what constitutes a oh, good deed? When you are at the drive-thru and you pay for the person in the car behind. Paying for somebody's meal is on the list. Oh, okay. Uh, buying someone a coffee is on the list. Mm. Helping someone carry groceries is on the How list. How about holding open a door? Uh, holding open a door is uh, number four on the list. I did this one yesterday, pointing out dog poo so nobody steps in it. I'm sure that that would be on somebody's list, but it's not on <laughs> my list. Uh, helping a friend or family member or coworker with a task is number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, donating to someone in need is number two. Uh, what about uh, helping uh, somebody move? Uh, I guess that'd be no. First of all, don't ask your friends to help you move. I've stopped helping friends move years ago. Mm. Like while I was still in my twenties. Yeah. Listen, I'll chip in. You want me as a good friend? Like you get five friends, right? Mm. I'm not helping you move, but I will chip in 150 bucks. And if we all chip in 150 bucks, you hire movers. I'll meet you at the house on the other end and help you unpack. Sure. But I'm not humping your dresser, right? Like I'm just not doing it. Uh, Getting out of the way of a blind person. <laughs> yeah, that would that would be a good deed, I guess. Yes, sure. Also, it's called being polite. Yeah, um, <laughs> number three is uh, just saying good morning, which I agree with, with the exception of one place oh. and one place. What are you rolling your eyes at me for, Holmes? What now? You're going to agree with me on this. You're one. going to say the office. No, I'm not going to say the office. There is one place and one place only. It is not appropriate to say good morning to somebody. Shem, you want to take a guess? The bathroom. Incorrect. Funeral. That's fine. Also incorrect. What is it? The one place you should never say good morning to someone. You should say, good day. How you doing? Nice to see you. You should never look somebody in the eye and say good morning when you are an employee at a liquor store. Because it it makes the person you're saying it to feel awful about themselves. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. The change.org petition to keep James Corden away from Wicked is still racking up signatures. It is actually, actually one of the most signed petitions on change.org. With 90,000 signatures. So this started after they uh, announced that um, uh, Ariana Grande and Cynthia Revo are going to be the two stars of Wicked. And immediately up on Change.org, not even knowing if James Corden is attached to Wicked, uh, but immediately up on Change.org went a keep James Corden away from Wicked. Uh, It now has 90,000 signatures. This, of course, because um, James Corden showed up in Into the Woods, Cats, The Prom, uh, Cinderella. So he's always attached to musicals, right? Do you think they'll lean on this now and cast him anyway i don't know is it that big of it i don't even know yeah i don't know to be honest with you mm-hmm. i don't know but um but people really want what James happens away with from, change.org uh, from when it gets to a certain amount like when do you have like this, this ninety thousand? do they take it like you gotta take it to the white house or something no 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 those are those those um you you get you can get a response from the white house if a petition if a petition on the government website gets a hundred thousand. So Joe Biden doesn't need to like. No, Joe Biden does not need to comment on uh, on whether James Corden's performance in Cats makes him worthy of Wicked. <laughs> During his briefing today, although although I'm sure he would love to. <laughs> yeah, he seems like the kind of guy. I'm sure he's got tons of opinions <laughs> about that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, last night on uh, the Tonight Show, Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray. Um, they're talking about reprising their roles uh, in the new Ghostbusters movie. This is uh, Dan and Bill. I know people have been trying to get you guys together to reunite for a long time. Why now? 
Jason Reitman wrote a great script, so full of heart, and going right back to the first two movies and its DNA and its heart and soul. And we just read it and thought, you know, this is this is the right time, and uh, and this is the right way to do it. Jason is the son of the original director Ivan Reitman, and Jason's made some great movies on his own, and he had his own take on because he grew up as a child of the Ghostbusters sort of in a way he um he had something he thought would work as a good story and we all agreed that it, he, he got it so are they just like dismissing the the all-female version of Ghostbusters yes it's not part of anyone's universe which That's which sad. bothers me a lot yeah, right? yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie, I, I just know. watched it again the other day it's I, so it's funny so good I love it I love it like that's my Ghostbusters and I know I get a lot of hate for that but that's my like that's my go no. if we say in our house hey do you want to watch Ghostbusters right yeah. that's the one we put on sure it's not the original yeah that's the it that's was, the Ghostbusters really we put and, on. And I, it does make me sad that they've kind of discounted that from the yeah. from the Ghostbusters universe yeah. well how many original Ghostbusters were there two Right? Oh, yeah, just yeah, one and two. That's it? That's just one and two? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they've completely just written that one off. Even Dan Aykroyd specifically saying the first two as opposed, yeah. to, as opposed to that one. Because Which Bill Murray sucks. had what? a cameo in the female one. But he wasn't, the, he wasn't his character from Ghostbusters, though. That's yes. the problem. Oh, right? and um, didn't uh, uh, Ernie Hudson? Mm, wasn't he? Maybe. Spoiler alert, I don't because know. he's the I don't uncle know. of Leslie Jones' character. Oh, maybe. So did he show up like close to the end? I don't remember. I don't recall. I'm pretty that's, sure that's he did. Interesting. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Brittany is free. Hashtag free. Hey! Freed Brittany. It works. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, so before we get to what Brittany uh, had said and uh, and her reaction, this is a clip of Brit's lawyer. As most of you, I think, know, Judge Penny today, after a hearing, decided to agree with Britney Spears, and as of today, effective immediately, the conservatorship has been terminated as to both the person and the estate. Uh, and now, of course, the people around Brittany, you hope, are going to be there for her with good intentions and the fiance and the everything else to continue to give Brit the uh, support that she uh, needs. Because that's the that's the part of this that um, isn't really discussed is the conservatorship. Yes, horrifically wrong. The uh, IUD, her, like, I don't even know how that happens. Uh, the scumbag father, all that stuff. But if this started from a place where Brit actually needed help and then people took advantage of that uh, to sort of control her and everything and make money off of that, that's a huge problem. But if Brit is still somebody who needs constant help, which we don't know. Yeah. Um, you just hope that she has the people around her uh, that'll do that. Uh, Britt posted a, a, a video of fans outside the courtroom on Friday and then wrote, uh, good God, I love my fans so much. It's crazy. Uh, I think I'm going to cry the rest of the day. Best Aww. day ever. Praise the Lord. Can I get an amen? Amen. And then she uh, went on Twitter and tweeted, 
tweeted, I have no words because of you guys and your constant resilience in freeing me from my conservatorship. My life is now in that direction. I cried last night for two hours because my fans are the best and I know it. It had been 13 years that Britney was in that conservatorship. That's crazy. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so people, uh, the uh, Dancing with the Stars fans, not happy last night at why? all. Why, 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 why? Well, people can't understand um, why Cody Rigsby keeps getting voted forward and you uh, are just seeing a ton of people referring to Peloton as a cult where they're like the cult of Peloton is the only reason why Cody Rigsby keeps getting voted forward. I'm happy to be a part of that cult. You are. Cody Rigsby is my guy. They are not happy at all. Keep keep going, boo. Uh, So your finals, Jojo Siwa, Amanda Klutz, Cody Rigsby, and uh, Imam Shumpert, uh, who like blew the doors off the place last night. Um, But I called it from the beginning that I think Jojo Siwa is going to win. So we'll see if I can go two for two. Not if Cody Wouldn't Rigsby that be has anything great? to say. I know, but people, like, look Not at... Not the Peloton if, cult bro, has anything if to you say. Google, if you just search Peloton cult right now, like, yeah. you are going to see a lot of people very upset well, whatever. at the results Get from on Dancing that with the Stars Stop last slacking. night. Very upset. Uh, because uh, Ma, uh, Malora Harden um, went home. and uh, Jan from the office. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people very much not happy that uh, Cody Rigsby keeps advancing. Oh, yeah, look at all yeah. these tweets. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not like happy. Said, are Peloton users in a cult? What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't understand it you know at what? all. Yes, yes, we are. Go yes, Cody Rigsby. Are. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, George Clooney was on uh, Mark Maron's WTF podcast talking about the Alec Baldwin shooting on the set of Rust. And listen to the way Clooney breaks this down and who he puts the blame on. And it's interesting because before we play this clip, want to remind you that it was actually Alec Baldwin who was the executive producer on that movie Rust. It's just Clooney doesn't name him. Listen. I've been on sets for 40 years, and the person that hands you the gun, the person that is responsible for the gun is either the prop person or the armor, period. Every single time I'm handed a gun on a set, every time, they hand me a gun, I look at it, I open it, I show it to the person I'm pointing it to, we show it to the crew. Every single take, you hand it back to the armor when you're done, you do it again. And why, for the life of me, this low-budget film with producers who haven't produced anything wouldn't have hired for the armor someone with experience with that many guns. And maybe they weren't even using that gun to do target practice, but they had live ammo with dummies in her pack. And that is insane. It's insane. It's infuriating. Wow. Yeah. So he says the producers without saying Alec Baldwin. So well, Baldwin's he was one of the producers, but he is like you know part of the collective. He is he's close to the top, if not at the top, and this is on him. Wow. Right. It's on. uh, It's on Baldwin. If he if had he just been the actor who was handed the gun, told it was a clean gun and the shooting happened, you know, you could sort of feel for him. But Mm -hmm. but when you listen to how much of a disaster that set was uh, from all the camera operators that uh, that walked off and, you know, hiring the armorer who had no experience and apparently people using the guns for target practice on during downtime with live rounds in those guns. Um, that's all on the producers of the film. Yeah, and Baldwin time. is one of the producers. And uh, and that's straight from Clooney, who's done mm-hmm. a lot of movies. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. House of Gucci. So mm-hmm. a lot was made last week when they released the first uh, trailer before the premiere 
in the UK of uh, House of Gucci and a lot of people saying, uh, having a lot of opinions on Lady Gaga's accent. Ah, buongiorno paisan! Andiamo! So just to give you a refresher on that, this is uh, Lady Gaga from Ridley Scott's House of Gucci. I don't consider myself a particularly ethical person, but I'm fair. Gucci. It was a name that sounded so sweet, so seductive. They had it all. Wealth, style, power. Who wouldn't care for that? Okay. I know a lot of Italians. That ain't Italian. Okay, so um, according to the dialect coach that was brought in, to work on the film because there was not a dialect coach on set for this film. Oh, there was So, no. So she says, after shooting her scenes with Gaga for one week, she was brought in to help Selma Hayek. Mm-hmm. She says, after shooting your scenes with Gaga for one week, um, Hayek asked me for some help. What happened was this. Selma shot for one day and then asked for a dialect, dialect coach. I think uh, I think she heard her accent and it wasn't right and she was worried. She wanted to do well. I was noticing when I was on set because I had earphones working with Selma and hearing that what was going on so I could help her get it right so I could also hear Lady Gaga as well. She goes on to say, I feel bad for saying this, but Lady Gaga's accent is not exactly an Italian accent. It sounds more Russian. Grazie. Right? I agree. So play it back again? Because... I don't consider myself a particularly ethical person, but I'm fair. Like, that sounds like Dracula. Right? Yeah, it's like Russian-Romanian kind of thing, right? But why wouldn't she say anything to anyone? But remember, Lady Gaga spoke in this accent for nine months. But this lady's working on the set. She couldn't go to the director and be like... Yo, fam, not any time. Yeah, because, no, the lady's going to go to set and say, uh, I think you got a problem with Gaga, and he's going to go, have you heard Jared Leto? Oh, facts. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> we got problems all around, but who cares? <laughs> Us, the spice, beat the ball. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Lady Gaga on the red carpet for House of Gucci. Uh, last night talking about um, Britney Spears because uh, Gaga was one of the people who uh, came out uh, very publicly and has over the course of the Free Britney movement to uh, give her thoughts and her support uh, to Britney. This is uh, Gaga. Just loved that you gave Britney Spears the shout out on Instagram. She is free. Um, We wondered, you've been such a champion for her. Have you talked to her and could we ever see you two do a collab now that she's more on her own? I don't like to speak about my private relationships with people, but what I would say is this. um, I think that mental health is important and should not be used against anyone. Uh, I care for her and I wish her all the best and I'm so happy that she gets to have the future that she wants now. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Hello, Denzel. Welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you guys? Good, 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 good. So um, everyone's here in the room. Go ahead with your question. Okay, so I want to get everyone's opinion. So Deepa, Shem, more you guys get it on this too. But uh, you get $1 million, but every time you see someone holding something non-living, you got to smack it out of their hands. <laughs> okay, well, living like you mean like a box yeah but like it can't be like their kid or a, or a cat plant or it can't even be a plant yeah i can we'll say plants yeah um, it can be plant. nothing with a heartbeat so do you have to walk by the person because anybody like, for... you pass anybody you pass it can't be like you accidentally bump into them and make them drop you have to okay. smack it out of the, so out of the last them. person that i passed was just this morning yeah she works down the hall yeah i'd say like kind of elderly yeah 
and she was holding a bag, her bag with like her computer and like all of her her work stuff. Yeah. And she moves a little slower and she has a little bit of a limp. Oh no. So what you're saying then, Denzel, is that when I walked past her this morning in the hallway, I should have knocked that bag out of her hand. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Can you give them a heads up? Like as you're doing No, 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 no. You know the rules, Maury. Um, yeah, for a I, million bucks. Yeah, for a million dollars, what a week or a day, or every single uh, time? What did you say? You can do. You said every time. Okay, you said every, e- every okay. time. So every time every I do time, that, yeah. I get a million dollars, right? Now, but after a while, people are going to know. Yeah. Or okay. They won't so know. I think that here's the trick. Okay, is that um, first of all, I would. Um, I would go to a sort of, I would go to a store, right? Uh I would walk in Walmart, for instance, and I would walk over to like the uh, stationary section or like the toy section where things are of minimal value. And I would spend a couple of days going to different Walmarts, smacking uh, cheap items out of people's hands to bank like 15, 20 mil. Okay. Then I would commit to living a life where I no longer would go to public places because I'll tell you where this goes really, really wrong is the first time Mocha, let's say, okay, you walk into a Raptors game or you walk into a concert you will not make it out of there alive because of the amount of smashed iphones because of you oh yeah yeah okay even just walking in and you're before you get to your seats you may walk past someone who's holding like two giant beer in their hands the guy who scans your ticket oh yeah you gotta knock that out of his hand now here's a question denzel does this also apply to people like living in your own home. Like if, yeah, I was like if my, say, if like my you, four-year-old you, is, is walking <laughs> past me and he's yeah, got he, a toy in his hand, do I yeah. smack a toy yeah. out of his hand? Yeah, you would, oh, I, no. I would say yeah. you're going to have to, you, okay, you, here's the thing is that everybody in our lives, okay? See, I was worried about Nana and her tea tray. Yeah, see, that's, you're going to burn Nana, right? So you could never see, you could, you could visit, visit Nana. Nana. No, you can visit Nana. You just have to tell Nana, listen, if you pick something up, I'm going to smack it out of your hand, yeah. right? You got to be straight up with her. Listen, I'm going to be the there, trolley. I'm going to be there between two and three, no tea between two and three. Don't even think about having soup yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that that spoon's going across the room. Oh, I think here's what I think is that I think that everybody, because of the amount of money that I would be making, I think that I could get my family on board with this. Okay, which is um, they would all I would I would fashion them, or because I'm so rich, I would have somebody make a custom sort of harness with a basket on the front of it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that they could that they could put their stuff in while they're walking around the house. Right. And then um, and then if anybody needed to do anything, I would then just go to another room. Right. Like that. that, That's I think we would have to do something like that or like in that basket would be like a cup holder with a long straw that they could then sip. If if we all wanted to sit in the living room and like watch a movie or something like this. Right. They would have to have the drink um, not in their hands, but it would have to be in something where they could sip at it from a straw. Otherwise, you're ruining the couch. You're ruining movie night. You're ruining everything. Immediately, like if you have to do it at home too, is every time somebody picks up a condom to have sex with you, you've got to knock the condom out of their. Okay, first of all, I don't even even want to. Maury, I don't even want to get into the world of how in a married relationship between two gay men, you're still wearing condoms. I can explain why. I mean, no, let's just leave that there. Maybe I do get it. Maybe I do get it. Maybe, 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 I, maybe I do. Maybe I do get it. 
Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, you ever run out? You've never run once run out of condoms, have you? No, not at no, all. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know they expire, right? Y- yes. No, for sure. Yeah. No, what's you the worst you that can know. happen? No, but what's the worst that can happen? I don't know. Like, I think, you tell that, me. I think the expiry date is more for people like you. What do you mean, like me? Straight people. <laughs> okay. Maury. Okay. <laughs> we ain't got time. We ain't got time. Not expected turn. Um, but to answer your question, Smack Denzel, that out of your hand. <laughs> I would oh, absolutely. Oh, that would be the worst. What? Hold on. We never thought about that oh! part. What, what, what? We never thought about that part. Oh. Okay? We never thought about the fact that I'll never be able to hold Catherine's hand again. Oh. Okay? Uh-huh. And we never, we never talked about the fact that Jenna will never be able to grab or hold anything of yours, Mocha. Oh, because I got to slap it out of her hand? Yes. (laughs) Okay, Denzel, I ain't doing it. Sorry, man. Keep keep the money. Keep the money. I'm doing it, Denzel. You are? Yeah, hell yeah. I am too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. on. It's been held enough times, you know? (laughs) There are other ways around. You know what? Yes. I'm going to take the money. I'm going to take the money. Yeah, yeah. Smacking everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm so Shem, what are you doing? Shem, are you taking the money? I'm taking the money every single time. Yeah, yeah. Who was the last person that you passed, like, just today? That had something in their hand that they have to. Oh wow! That you'd have to you smack have out of their hand. Smack. Oh, the security guard here at work. Oh, oh, oh really? Yeah. But what were they holding though? Uh, a clipboard. Oh, oh, yeah. easy. Oh no, you See, know, no, you know what mine would be. Can I, the oh. last person I walked past was my neighbor, and they were carrying their dog. No, they. No, but you can't. To, we already said that. Oh, Nothing living. with a heartbeat. Oh, they were good. I would if there the last person I saw if I smacked it out of their hand I would get canceled so hard. So the last person I saw was early this morning when I was leaving for work. Yeah. And there was um, like a homeless person going through the recycling and in their hands was their bag of cans. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you got to do it okay, though. Okay, I got to do it. But if one if I got caught on somebody's ring cam, Doing that, smacking a bag of cans out of a homeless person's hands. No, but couldn't you do an interview and explain why? No. No, I'm assuming you're not allowed to tell anybody. And you got money for it. And I got money for it. Yeah, that's even worse. Yeah, like yeah. I could. Sorry, I had to. I'm making a million dollars off of this. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about your cans. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, you oh, yeah, you no. Oh, you oh. can't come back from that no. at all. I'm still, I'm still taking the money, though. <laughs> Sorry, about your bag of, Sorry about your bag of cans. Yeah. <laughs> but I just got a milli. <laughs> But yeah, I would commit to living alone, oh, like living damn. just isolated. Yeah, you'd have completely to. Completely isolated. To. Yeah. Uh, yo, Denzel, thanks so much, brother. Man, of course. All right, Thank later. you for having me. Right on. Matthew says here, what is your favorite slash most fun slash oldest Christmas ornament on your tree? Oh. What is it, more? Oh, the pickle I put in the back. Is that the oldest one you have, though? That's the oldest one I currently have, yes. When did you get it? How old is it? This, the, it's, we bought, I bought it with the tree, so it's 12 years old. Oh, okay. That's old. That's old. So yeah. that older than your relationship with Matthew? No, my, I've been with Matthew 14 years. 14, oh, yeah. I don't know. So you don't have... Did you guys do Christmas trees at all growing up? No. No, 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 no. You didn't. We did okay. a Hanukkah bush, which but isn't when, a real but thing. But at what point did you start doing Christmas? Just when you moved out or when you got together with Matthew? When I got together with Matthew. Okay, yeah. yeah. So what happens at your at your parents' house now? They put tree. They put a tree up as well. Absolutely. So there are oh. older ornaments on that tree. But right. I, I, Wait, so ours. your dad, Frank, puts up a tree now, but like when it was the two of y'all, he never did? No, because we're Jewish. So Donna is not Donna's Jewish. Not, oh, Donna is no, not she's Jewish. Irish. Yeah, she's, uh, <laughs> you can still be Irish and Jewish. <laughs> okay, <I don't> 
<laughs> that's like saying that's like saying um that's like saying no they're not jewish they're mexican yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> i don't know how many mexican jews there are but i'm sure there's some um more could you, you have- ha- yeah i'm trying to think like we have a couple that are like that i had i think the like when i was a kid right mm-hmm. um I don't know. I, I'm just trying to think of what they of what they are. Um, we have your mom must have one that you made as a kid. No, she does, but I don't. I don't have that. Don't on, have I don't have that on my tree. Okay, so what? I think when I was like a little little kid, like I, I'm talking when I was living in Montreal, so I must have been about five. Um, a and W. Okay, used sure. to the two things that they used to do really, really cool at A and W was you know how they always had those big giant mugs, the big glass mugs yeah, for, still have for root beer, right? Yeah. So they, one year they did miniature glass mugs uh-huh. where they're just a like two inch version of the big giant mug, and we got a bunch of those. But I guess at some point in Christmas, um, the there was like an A and W mascot at the time. I don't even know what it was. The bear. The was, bear. It, was it at the time bum, the same bum, thing? Bum, the, the bear. Bum, um, bum, but bum, they did bum. a Christmas ornament of that stupid bear, and yeah. so I have a Christmas ornament of that stupid bear or whatever the mascot was at the time from like the either late seventies or early eighties, um, and so that still goes on the tree. Oh, okay. I don't know why. At all. Um, I also have my favorite ornament is we have a crocheted heart. And I don't mean like just in a pretty shape of a heart. I mean, it's a crocheted heart with like ventricles coming out of it. Oh, like a real, oh, like, a real heart. like a real heart. And that crocheted heart, I always stuff right into the middle of the tree. So it's not an ornament. It just sits inside. Like the uh, heart of the tree. The heart of the tree. Yeah. Oh, that's we real have, nice, we though. have that. Yeah. I don't know about like favorite. I think is I have this the gold microphone. Yeah, that's my favorite oldest. I couldn't even tell you because when I was single mm-hmm. all that time that I was living alone, I never put up a Christmas tree. You didn't. Huh? No. Wow. I went from growing up Christmas tree in the house with my parents. Yeah. I moved out. Never had a tree. You didn't, huh? didn't put Interesting. one up until Jenna and I met. And really when she moved into the condo. Yeah, that was the very first tree I had ever bought. Went to Canadian Tire, picked it out and everything. Wow. That was the very first tree that huh. I bought. So I'm sure, like, oldest ornament would be something, because we still have them from mm-hmm. when we lived in the condo. Yeah. Uh, it would be, like, in that kind of box so of not that of long ornaments. Ago. No. My, my favorite one, because the pickle's the oldest, my favorite one, I have the two turtle doves from Home Alone. They right. were made from the mold of the ones from the movie. Right. I have a, a little felt guy, just like a like a a little man. He's made out of felt, and he just has like two black dots for his eyes, and then around his neck, he has like a a medal, like a like a gold medal around yeah. his neck. And if you look at it closely, the the thing on the gold medal just reads number one farter. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Where did you guys get that one? I don't care. I think Roxy found it for me one time oh my when God, she was that's out. So, funny. so I love my number one farter um, ornament. Uh, but our tree is like I used to try and like color code and oh I want this th- all this stuff. Yeah. Now it, because when you have a kid right and they get to a certain age of where they want to decorate the tree, you cannot bring up bins from the basement or from the garage uh, and tell that kid certain ones are going on and other ones I aren't. I get it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you I can't. get it the same way. You can't. Everything goes on the tree. And everything goes on one spot. And 
everything goes on the tree. So now with our tree, it's like all throughout the years, I've had times where I wanted to do like all blue and silver. I wanted to do this or I wanted to do this. And everything just sort of got put together. And now every theme that I've ever had over the years yeah. goes up on the tree all at once. Yeah. You know, Matthew, yeah. still, Matthew still does the themes. Really, and huh? we have the bog. We separate the whites from the colors. Shem has just re-entered the chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do what? You separate That's the... a very difficult thing to even say. When you're talking about laundry, it's like yeah. it's like make sure you separate the whites from the. <laughs> 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 right. Because sometimes you just have to say that. Because sometimes in life you have to separate the whites. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we do it the ornaments, right? Can't yeah. have them blend together, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. As, or as my mother used to say, the reason you separate the whites from the colors is because the colors will bleed on the whites. Because oh. <laughs> it wasn't blending. Nobody says. Listen, when you put something, when you put something colored in the washing machine, it doesn't blend. It bleeds. Colors bleed. That is the term used. Oh, wow. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So Jeez, so man. your ornaments, the whites go where and the colors go where. The whites go in their own box, and all uh, the reds go in their own box. Everything goes in there. And Matthew no, no, on decides, the tree. On the tree. Oh, on the tree. No, we have a theme. This year, our theme is. is Red and oh. like, <laughs> <laughs> so we red and silver. Last year was all the white one, and so Matthew decides what the theme's going to be, and you cannot veer from that. Wow, mm-hmm. interesting. Why don't you switch it up and do uh, one year, maybe this year, as all colored? I could suggest that for next year. That it won't, won't fly go this that. year. The tree's already up. Oh, yeah. rainbow themed. Rainbow themed is what you should call it. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. Ra- yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 Don't say. Don't say colored. Say rainbow <laughs> theme. Safer. Yeah. Safer. Uh, Nikki China asks: Are there any things you hate to see or watch, but can't help but watch? Oh, is she talking like pimp? Pimple popping videos and yeah, stuff like that. That's my answer. Pimple popping and like blackhead videos and like no. ingrown, uh, ingrown hair videos that you see pop up. And once you watch one, like on Instagram, for example, yeah. then your explore page starts getting populated with other ones similar. I like watching motorists fight with cyclists. Oh. <laughs> because because it's it's a mixed bag because sometimes you're rooting for the cyclist uh-huh. and sometimes you're rooting for the motorist. Oh my god, right? guys! I almost hit a cyclist the other day. Did you? Oh, oh Jesus! Oh man! And I because I always forget and I felt so bad. I always forget, even though I know that there's a bike lane right there. Yeah, yeah. I always forget to check. Yeah. Always, always, always. It's and tough. I was about to make a uh, right turn mm-hmm. onto another street, and uh, like I had the green right. Yep. And there were people who were crossing the road, so I was waiting. And one person who, before he stepped off the sidewalk, he saw that I had been waiting there a while, and he waved me to go ahead. Gotcha. So, and then he would just cross after. I guess he was just trying to be nice. And as soon as I started to go, uh, a bike w- went right by, and I slammed on the brakes. And even the guy who was standing on the street like, was trying to get me to go. Yeah. He even had this shocked look on his face. Bro, my heart was racing for, like, the next five the minutes. The worst. That's yeah. the worst. I like those videos, though. I would have say I would have enjoyed that video See, had you hit him. No, but oh, oh, I would have no. been in the wrong, though. No, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I would have been in the wrong. I would have got out of the car and been like, oh, my we God, dude, are you watch. okay? Yeah, I know, I know. But, no, I like those I like those videos. Um, See, I didn't think she meant only videos. I thought she just meant things in life. Oh, sure. Okay. Like, yeah. I was going to say my husband going to the bathroom was my you answer to You like this. watching that, though. What do you mean you like, like I'll watching sit there, that? I'll sit there and, and we'll have a conversation. I don't watch. That's like, well, read no, the question. Read the question. Are there any things you hate to see or, or watch, watch, but can't help but watch. Yeah, yeah. like I when he's in so there, you I hate so to you see hate him, seeing him in there. But I'll go in there when he's in there and have a conversation. But so yeah. you you hate seeing him go to the bathroom then? Yes, but I'll do I'll go in there every time. Okay, but why though? 
Because it's the he can't go anywhere if I'm talking to him. Entrapment. <laughs> wow. Entrapment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do wow. you sit on his lap while he's sitting there? No, I no? sit beside him on the on the edge of the bathtub. Okay. You don't. No. You don't sit on. His you lap. ever just straddle him and just like start to have the combo? <laughs> hey man, someone want to talk about dinner tonight? Hey, hey man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could double pee, I guess, huh? You absolutely could. Yeah. Yeah. Like if he's sitting. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just sort of sat on him facing him and mm -hmm. then you both tucked down. Yeah. You could double pee. Absolutely. Interesting. <laughs> just try that. Yeah. You See should, what he yeah, says. yeah. Suggest that. Can you do that today for us? And suggest, <laughs> suggest, go in, like just go in when he's there and just try, just like don't even suggest doing it. Just like go ahead and do it. Yeah. I'd be yeah, dead. You'd be dead. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kevin says here, Roz, what is your homemade Mac sauce from episode oh. 262? I guess asking God. for the recipe, because I'm sure you've told yeah. it on previous episodes, but just okay. as like a, a refresher. Sure. Okay. So I, I'm not going to give you quantities, okay, because that's dumb. I, <laughs> okay. I, I, okay. I will, I will say this, though. If you put in front of you, okay, um, mayo. Yes. Relish. Yes. Mustard. Yes. White vinegar. Yes. Tiny little bit of uh, garlic power powder yes tiny little bit of paprika when i say tiny little bit i mean tiny little bit yes. okay if you put all those in front of you in any sort of ratio and you mix it together it's going to taste something like mac sauce mm -hmm. that's just the reality of those ingredients that's the ingredients of mac sauce uh, so then what you do is you take those ingredients start with a mayo base is what i always do and then the uh, mustard I add in, and I mix the mustard around because you you'll know you'll know it by the color, mm -hmm. right? When it starts looking like mac sauce, you've added enough mustard. Don't add too much. Uh, then relish. Then white vinegar is key. If you don't have white vinegar, you don't have mac sauce. Uh, and then honestly, the um, paprika and garlic is completely optional at that point. And you take that, mix it all together, you put it on a burger. It is going to taste like oh, mac sauce. So there's That's no ketchup in it. Trust me. What's that? So they don't put ketchup. No. No, in no. mac sauce? I assume there was a little bit of ketchup. No. Honestly, I'm not trying to be funny. I thought so. yeah, there was a little bit of ketchup. Yeah. No, no, the I way think I, you can go online. I think some people do, right? I think some people do, I but, but that's there not. Would be. No, the, the the trick is it's it's mayo and mustard and relish with extra vinegar. That is the that's the key to mac sauce. You can buy the actual one now. It doesn't taste the same. No, though. I'd prefer Does, I, making I, the yeah. ingredients that you just gave. That's exactly how I make yeah. mine. Yeah, that's that. And, and that's, on and that's eBay, it. I once saw like the one somebody was selling in the gun from the store. Ew! What? <laughs> Ew! But was it sealed? It was sealed. Oh, it was, huh? Yeah. Oh, I would like that. Hold on a yeah. second. I'd like to have a mac sauce gun. Where uh -huh. yeah, where it shoots out the four nozzles. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah. shoots out four. Boop, 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I used to always get it on the side when I went to McDonald's. They put in a little container for you. Yeah. Mac sauce. Oh, so good. And then they moved away from that. And then they just started having packages of it that you could just out order. Yeah, because everyone's asking Everybody's for it. Everybody's asking for it. Yeah. Um, Eloise asks, uh, when did, oh, when did Mocha get his nose pierced? I got my nose oh, pierced. Oh, wow. When did you get your nose pierced? 2004, maybe? Yeah, way before this like show. Like, why? Yeah. Um, I had always wanted one, and I got a little drunk. Yeah. And we were at a beach, and yeah. one of my friends had said, uh, hey. Let me pierce it with my penis? No. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. 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 <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know. You know, sometimes you guess. Sometimes I, I interrupted. No. Sometimes when somebody's telling a story, you guess, right? Yeah. It's wrong. I get it. Okay. Completely <laughs> okay. wrong. Okay. Anyway. Sorry. Go ahead. There yeah. was one of those, um, like, tattoo shops on the beach. Yeah, yeah. Right? And went in and asked if they did piercings. They always look like the safest, cleanest tattoo shops, too, huh? Completely. Tattoos on the beach. And Ugh. especially when you're drunk, right? Yeah. You're Ugh. like, what could go wrong? Ugh. And uh, yeah. she did the, she used the gun. 
that they would normally use, like, on your ear. For your ears, yeah. That's right? how they used to do it. And she yeah, did, yeah. but she used, like, an earring uh, ring. Yeah. And, like, a couple days later or a week later, it got infected, so I had to get it removed. Yeah. And I had to, and I cleaned it up and wait for it to get, um, for it to fully heal. Mm-hmm. But I liked it so much, I went to an actual tattoo place, oh, an gotcha. actual piercing place, who then, like, put this one in, and the one that I have right now, it's never, And you never, never, you've never taken it out and just moved on? Never. You know why? Because this one, it's like a corkscrew mm-hmm. on the inside, yeah. right? You have to, like, oh, seriously. God. So, like, if I were to take <laughs> it out i'd have to corkscrew it out oh. and then i'd be afraid to like not be able to get it back in yeah what about when you're blowing your nose when you have to squish your nose really really hard do you feel oh, it like hurts yeah, yeah, yeah it does yeah, it doesn't it feel good huh? no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah does white stuff come out from underneath what do you mean like pus if no. you pick your nose if you pick your nose do you ever get a booger around that on the inside that you have to pick uh, off specifically yes. from the post yeah you yeah, do yeah, huh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. does it come out does it dry in the shape of the post no no, no. Oh, oh i've got a question in yeah. the winter time does stuff freeze to it no, not at all. No, no, never. No, huh? Interesting. Like that's a dumb question. I assume that I'm would. not. Nobody said nobody it was a dumb question. I asked if somebody did it with their penis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Last question. Jessica says here, what is the perfect pizza? Toppings? Question mark. Thin crust? Question mark. Type of sauce? I would say just straight up. Like perfect is I mean, straight up pepperoni. Yeah. Light on you the can, cheese. You can never go wrong. Oh no, I love cheese. No, I, I want always, all cheese. No, I go, I go light on the cheese. Okay, so what's your favorite? Here, let's start with the crust first of all, because um, we can go with like the Neapolitan. Um, That's my favorite. No, Neapolitan, right? Yeah, yeah is that yeah. what it is? Uh, Nepalese, like the, wood, uh, like the wood burn, big black yes. bubbles, all yes. of that sort Thin of stuff. Thin crust is my Thin crust. always go to. Uh, or you can go to more of like a New York style, which is um, that crust is chewy on a New York style, yeah. not puffed up or anything like that. Uh, still thin crust, those big giant slices. You can do that, or you can go more sort of traditional, like what you would order the without pizza, pizza. saying without saying thin crust, like that sort yeah, of traditional yeah, yeah. traditional crust. Puffy. Yeah, I actually I love the sort of like those artisan kind of pizzas, right? Mm-hmm. Big black bubbles on them, wood burn, nice everything else. I like that. However, there are definitely times where I prefer the other way. I prefer that sort of like New York style where it looks more like a regular pizza crust where you bite on that crust and it comes like it's just chewy, chewy, chewy. Yeah, yeah. Still super, super thin crust um i like uh i like sauce a uh, little bit of cheese a really? little bit of cheese yeah and then uh and then and then pepperoni i do not like biting pizza where you take a bite and then you get like strings of cheese oh okay no not, i not like cheese me. i like not cheese i like lots of sauce um but neapolitan style yeah you, that's your that's your number one favorite huh? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Interesting. i love a good margarita pizza with from the wood burning oven but yeah. i also love the barbecue chicken pizza barbecue like barbecue sauce on the chicken with the Oh my oh, god! And then you get the garlic Mark, sauce on the side. Listen, sides don't and dunk it listen. In the can I just sauce. tell you something? When you're talking about gross stuff, don't drop the name of one of our major sponsors, okay? Because then I can't crap all over it. <laughs> That's why I did that. Okay? You know what That's I mean? That's why I did I that. That's why Mocha bleeped it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just saying for future, right? Like, don't, like, don't do that. Uh, keep those questions coming in every week. You'll see on Instagram at Kiss Nine Two Five is where we uh, drop a picture that reads "Ask Ron's Mocha." Pause for one second, Shem. Do you have some dumb theory about pizza? Why is he shaking his head? No, I don't know. Um, do, you like, do you like normal pizza? Do you like pizza? I, I love pizza. Okay, what, what kind of pizza do you like? I like pineapple and pizza. Okay, enough I of you. Okay. I, knew I, I knew it. 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 I
knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew Shannon it. I knew just it. exited okay. the chat. Yeah, you don't like pesto on your pizza? <laughs> I don't mind pesto on my pizza. Yeah, oh, I like I, that too. Man. Yeah, I quite yeah. like pesto. Yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, these are the questions. Matthew that, uh, put cilantro. Yeah. That you okay. Guys that's enough of that. Send you to barbecue us. cilantro pineapple pizzas <laughs> over there. <laughs> this has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from six to ten on Kiss ninety two five. Kiss ninety two five dot com or download the Kiss ninety two five app.